Warning, the following content that you about to receive is two motherfuckers in here cussing. If your ignorant ass kids have found this fucking podcast and you don't know how to do the parental settings of this shit, that's shame on you as a parent. You got to do better. Viewer discretion is advised, motherfucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. This is a for real. Like, like, like a studio studio. Like studio studio. Like they got gold, they got gold records on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that platinum? Have I, I, I never seen platinum in real life? I don't think I've ever seen platinum in real life, hey, sir. We got real records on the wall. Yeah, and, we got, yeah. and we got special guests. Yes. Yes. Over here as well. Like, yes. What did, hold on. What are we doing? I don't know, man. Yo, this was all, okay. This was all our idea, but it was you the one that said they had the studio in your house. That's, yeah. So yeah. we're no longer in the basement or over Zoom right now. Well, we probably will be. I don't, I don't know. But this was this was this is you're in charge of that department. I just say the crazy shit. That's what that's what I do. Hey man, it's, 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 it's a yin yang. That's why you're tag team champions. Okay, that's what you know. What I'm saying because we have to. well, well, uh, it might be you and Xavier Woods in a minute. I don't I'm, know. Well, I no longer. I, I relinquish that relinquish that title. I'm no longer that title anymore. If somebody's watching, I'm not that champion anymore. <laughs> Rated R is not a tag team champion anymore. Welcome everyone to the week coming for you, cast. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome everybody. We are back for another episode of the week coming for you, cast live, live in the same place together. For the first time since before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, before everything went ape shit. <laughs> yes, yes. So, without further ado, we're going to get into it. My name is RVS. You can find me at Franchise06. It's F R A N C H I C E 06. And my partner right here is. So, do I do, do the whole thing? Yeah, do yeah, yeah. You, you got to do, do the gimmick. But it's, uh, got a little gimmick, brother. Uh, what's up, y'all? This is. Oh, the number 18, the underscore R. That don't even feel right doing it in the studio. It's crazy. And now it's going to be on camera and me acting crazy, man. But the good thing is, because of that clap, it's going to be way easier for me to edit. That's true. That is that is very true. That is very true. We have a guest here. Yes, yes. So we have a guest here today. We have the guest, none other than that radio guy. Y'all know him as that radio guy. Yes, sir. But we know him as Ric Flair's black son. <laughs> The man Boogie D repping Branson Cognac today. We got product placement in here. Again, what are we doing? How are you doing today, brother? I'm good. I haven't seen my white daddy, Rick Flynn, and man, I need that check. <laughs> hey. But hey. yeah, I love, yo, Rick Flynn's my man. I love Rick Flynn. Like, that, that's the reason why I'm a wrestling fan. Okay. Yeah. That is my white daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I need that check, though. For sure. Yeah, right. Hey, yo, Charlotte, you got a brother. <laughs> like, a real brother, brother. You know what I'm saying? A brother, brother. A brother, brother. A brother. Now, but so, don't get it twisted. We get up on Pornhub, too. <laughs> Just saying. One of them stepbrother scenes. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know you was in the shower. That's why OnlyFans almost snatched their uh, explicit yeah, content like, like right there. Right there. Right there. That's why. Yo, Andrade, I, I'll give you the smoke, son. But <laughs> you got said, smoke, son. Yep. El Idolo. El Idolo. Just saying. That's all good. They, thank you guys for having me. No, Appreciate it. Thank you for being no here. No problem. Yeah. No problem. So kind of had to be is my wife's studio. Hey. Oh, well, yeah. Well, there, yeah. And we, there you and go. We love the fact. We, We've been trying to make this work for, you know, a couple months now. Right. So we we just fell into it. Let's rip the nah, band-aid nah, it's all Let's good, man. Just, you know, we at Kazi Society. It's my wife's studio. Glad you guys are coming by. I love to talk wrestling. Yes, sir. And you guys get a chance to try some brands. So as you see, we've been drinking. So hey, listen, we're a little silly. We 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 tapped this a little about about yeah. an hour ago. We've been going in, but brands of cognac, limited door champagne. So uh, yeah, by my man Fifty Cent. That's his brand. Yes, sir. We yes, sir. That hard. I'm from Southside. That's what we do. Yes, I need sir. to get some of that, y'all. 
For real. Let's <laughs> get at Randall's in uh, St. Louis. There, yes, it is, yes, there yes. it is. So before we get into what we got today, we got a lot to cover. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> you, you ain't been living on the rock. We got a lot a to cover. A lot but to cover. Before we get into it, so Boogie D, you talked about Ric Flair <laughs> being the main reason why you're into wrestling. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about your wrestling fandom. Like, how else did you get into it? What was kind of the first shows that you were watching back in the Oh, day? I go back. You know, first of all, I'm from New York. So I, obviously everybody used to watch Channel 9. That was WWF TV. Okay. So, you know, that's going back to the Hulk Hogan, Paul Nordorf, and all that, going back right. to, to that era. Yeah. Uh, but then when we got TBS, Superstation TBS, we were able to start to get Georgia Championship Wrestling. And that changed my world because right. no disrespect when, when Vince took over from his dad, and we're going from the Bob Backlund era into Hulkamania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, WWF at that time became, you know, big guys, very cartoonist type of thing. And I wasn't a Hogan fan. Right. I, I never geeked out for Hulkamania. Yeah. I cried when he beat Andre at WrestleMania 3. Oh. Like, literally cried. Okay. Because I did not want to see Hogan. <laughs> but, but anyway, got into Georgia Championship Wrestling. Gordon Soley, Saturday night, TBS, 6.05 p.m. I'm official. Yes, there you sir. go. All right. So, boom, Ric Flair, Four Horsemen. Like, how could you not fall in love with that? Right. Because, you know, as a kid, obviously, we didn't know all the, the things we know now. Sure, for sure, for sure. But watching the Four Horsemen, watching Ric Flair, I was, I was a wrestling fan. I was hooked. And, and I had an opportunity when me and my mom lived in Atlanta. She took me to the Omni. Okay. So, I got to see Tony Atlas wow. and Ric Flair. Wow. And, and all that up front, and even got a chance to go to the garden back wow. in the day to see all that. And here's another crazy thing about being a New Yorker. Um, we got on certain cables, cable um, platforms that you had it, right. you get the MSG network. Okay. Oh, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. used to get the house shows. Right, right, right. Okay. Right in your living room. Wow, okay. Oh, okay, so that's when, dope. They, when they used to do the house shows at yeah. MSG, it would yeah. come on the MSG channel. So oh, I would that's just be sick. literally, you know, oh, it's wrestling on tonight. Right. And watch the house cards. Right. Yeah, no blackout rule. No, no blackout no, no, Nothing, nothing. They wow, used to, I didn't even know they, so I didn't know they broadcast yeah, they used the to house run shows. Them. Okay, okay, that's dope. No, but actually, like, in like if you lived on the Upper East Coast, so if you had Prism, I think that was, like, if you was in Jersey, which is kind of like South Jersey, Philly. Right. You would get when they went to the when they was in Philly. You got those, and sometimes you even get some of them ones they went to Boston. You get yeah. some of those, like you would actually watch the house shows, right? Right. But not okay. knowing they were house shows, right? It was just like oh, wrestling, wrestling on, on right? Yeah. Just right. On TV. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. That's so dope. That's really dope. So, also before we get into it, real quick, man, favorite wrestling match of all time. Of all time. Got? I mean, it's kind of hard when you watched as much wrestling as I've had and many wrestling matches I've been to. I, you know, for me, WrestleMania three is arguably the greatest WrestleMania. So I, I would have to say that card. But when you say match, I mean nothing is, is ever going to be Undertaker Mankind. Ooh, that, you yeah. know, yeah, that King of that, that, that was a King of the Ring. Yeah, that was a, yeah. a King of the Ring pay per view, not a Hell in the Cell. Right. But that match because it was real. Okay, for sure. As far right. as the bumps. Okay. Yeah. And so. Gotta probably save that match. Even if you we watch that match now, it's like, damn. Yep. Like, how did he not get, get seriously, seriously hurt? Seriously. Yeah. But I think yeah. he did in the long run. We didn't know it. But I, when you say that, and I and I will say, as far as you know, you can go to Steamboat Flair when they yeah. had when when they had they run for the belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but also Hogan Rock, because that's that, that's a great psychology match to watch in. Hogan come in, NWO, Hogan right, leave right. as Hulk Hogan. Right, right. And, and also, Brett and um, 
Stone Cold when they did yep, the, yep, when they yes. did the turn to yep, WrestleMania. Yep, those yep, are yep. those are matches that stick out. Okay. Obviously, there's probably more matches. You know, I'm not, everyone has. Obviously, difference. we're not yeah. going to say any Goldberg matches Ooh. on this podcast. Ooh, but so maybe yeah. no Dallas, the Diamond Dallas Page match. That was that, the one, one that got cut off on. on for yeah, we never saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what yeah. happened? Who won that? <laughs> we still don't know. We still don't know. We still, we still don't, know. don't know. Did he? Did the streak end that night? Maybe he did that I don't before know. Nash did. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that was classic WCW fuckery. Back yeah, then. that's it what was. it sounds like. It that's was. what it sounds like. But you know. but it sounds like as we go through the uh, conversation, we gonna. Talk about some more potential Uh-oh. WCW fuckery Uh-oh. that we were talking about. So we had, we, conversa- about we had a whole conversation out in the hall. We got we to gotta run oh, that you back mean on AEW. the show. Mm-hmm. Hold that thought. Uh, okay. Hold that thought. <laughs> WWE part two. Uh oh. Uh oh. In a year. In a year. Uh oh. Hold that thought, though. So before we hop into that, we got to get into the listener comments. So oh, Lord. we got a couple. First, first off, first. we got to say, say we had a phantom comment. Yeah. Right. So, so Daryl hit us up. He said, hey, there was this person that put on a comment. That basically was just like it went to the forbidden door episode, right? And put up three comments in a row, and then deleted them. <laughs> tweeted, just tweeted and deleted them, man. What's what's up with that, man? Why 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 you you, you leave? We want to hear what you got to say, man. What what you say? Come on, now we we are a nice community. Now if you say something crazy, we will join on you. Yeah, we will. You will get flamed. But, you will get flamed. But we nice though. Come on now, just. Come on, just today put, we are. Put, put, the, <laughs> put them comments back on this video or email us. We coming for you, cast at gmail.com. Let us know what you was trying to say, yo. Yeah, Come man. We want to hear what you got I, to I say. like to know. That was a great tease. Hey, hey, right. Like, I'm like, okay. If you want to smoke, send the smoke. Send the if you smoke. want the smoke, come on. Send the smoke, man. Come on, Claytus. Yeah, man. Come on. Don't be scared. But for the people that <laughs> actually did put their uh, comments out there, we had a comment from Gregory Pierce. Gregory Pierce. What's up, man? He commented on the episode where we talked about uh, Booker T calling out black women more than he calls out anybody else. <laughs> okay. Thought provoking. So the background on that, basically when he came out, he had, uh, I forgot what he actually said, but he was very critical. Sasha Banks, I believe very critical of Bianca Belair. Uh, Amber Moon. No, 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 because Amber, Amber Moon came from his camp. That's right. No, that's not true. Okay, Na- Naomi was the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Naomi yeah. was trending yeah. on Twitter. Give Naomi a chance. And, you know, you know, Book was just kind of like, hey, man, you know, basically like, hey, we don't do all that Twitter stuff, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. He old school. We, we understand. We understand that. Now, so Gregory Pierce commented on that one and said, uh, Book is a two-time Hall of Famer. Y'all need to put some respect on that. Now, can you dig that, sucker? <laughs> I see you, Gregory, with the smoke, man. I like it, man. I like it, man, dog. Now, you know, everybody has a difference of opinion, man. Now, no, we respect, but the whole, the, our, our name of our podcast right. came from Booker T, Gregory. So we respect this man. We just think he you know, was a little off with talking about black women all the time. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, do you disagree, or is that what he did? No, I don't disagree at all, man. Like, like we said it in the episode. We said, "Hey, book respectfully, bro. We understand that you old school. We understand that you did things in a different way. Things are a little bit different with social media and all that now. But we were just like, yo, did we was like, do you have that same smoke for a Charlotte or for a Bailey or for a okay. Becky Lynch? Here's a question I'll ask Booker: How do you feel about what they did to Bianca at SummerSlam? Yes. Because the comparison to what happened to Bianca does, you have to bring up what happened to Kofi Kingston with Brock Lesnar. Absolutely. Both of those runs for both of them were organically put together. Yep. The fans were behind them, mm-hmm. and they both got squashed. 
Now, now here's the thing with Bianca. We don't know where the storyline is going to go with Becky because mm-hmm. they're going to continue it. But Kofi was completely like yeah, yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah, he got yeah. squashed. There was no rematch. Yep. They didn't bring it up. Yep. So I would be interested to hear what Booker has to say about that because yep. I think you could have booked. No pun intended. The way <laughs> Becky came out, even if, even if you still wanted her to win the belt, and right. I don't have a problem with her winning the belt. Right. My my problem was was that you guys had an opportunity to give the SummerSlam crowd us watching on Peacock, sure. uh, the ones in the audience, mm-hmm. since Sasha wasn't there, which we still don't know why. Right. Um, a match, <laughs> <laughs> a match versus a squash, and Becky still could have went over. Right. And it would have been better almost if Becky went over cheating. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that would have solidified that she's a she's heel. A heel. Exactly. Right. Which would have been great. Right. But to just do what they did, and, it, and to be honest, that was an overreaction to CM Punk. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. get to we'll that get, in a minute. Yep. Um, I think Book would probably definitely say, that, you know, it's probably a business reason why. There's no doubting that Becky Lynch at the like you said it was a reaction to a knee jerk reaction to CM Punk, right. but there's no there's no doubting that Becky Lynch is a draw over. Sure. Being, no, we're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, look, look, like I said, if Becky would have won the belt in a six minute match, right, a seven minute match, right, just I don't agree be, with. I'm not Bianca agree. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. outside of. You know, we're gonna squash you. It's, exactly. almost, it's almost like they're taking out what's ever going on with Sasha, right? On Bianca, on Bianca. Exactly. That's true. That's exactly. true. Yeah. Right. And I, I actually said that on Twitter that night. Like the whole thing that they did with Carmella and bringing her out in the misdirection could have went into a match between Becky That's and true. Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. and it could have been, like you said, it could have been a six, seven, eight minute match, right? And could have been a really dope match, right? With Becky losing or Becky winning at the end, rolling up, putting her foot on the ropes. Right. Like, why, why are we booking better than WWE right now? <laughs> What's up with that? Because Vince is on his way out, ladies Uh-oh, and gentlemen. Oh, he said. Sorry, it. sorry, y'all going to have, he said gonna have to wrap your head around this. Yeah. That sure. Either Vince is going to sell yep. or Vince is going to step down. But everything that the WWE has been doing in the last three months has all wrestling fans perplexed. Do you really let go of Braun Strowman? You right. That one I didn't, I didn't understand that one when you, you know, let go Alistair of Strowman. Black, like yeah. you're letting go of people like they were established. Well, they was they had tread. They definitely had tread with right. their characters. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know about that one, man. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, side note to the people listening out there. Uh, we didn't prep Boogie D for No. That. He came in with that on his own. For you start that. We've I, literally you, been saying Vince. You think it'd be you did you tell them before the, No, that ain't us. That's nah, what that was nah. his own thoughts. No, we, we've literally been saying Vince is on sale for the past three weeks. Well, here's the thing. And and just to be honest with you, um, you know, because I you know, I do radio, so I work for corporations. It's not that they're letting go of wrestlers. They're letting go of a lot of people in the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And sure. when you start yep. so-called cleaning the books right. or letting go of a lot of people, you're doing that for a reason. Right. And But you're still saying you're making profits. Right. So right. what you're doing is you're yep. getting rid of headcount mm-hmm. because who's ever about to absorb you don't need the people. Exactly. Right. That's true. That's true. So it's you're streamlining for a reason, right? Because you, you're saying you're making money, right? Right. right. So right. that doesn't jive with like you're letting go of people, but we making profits. Right. Oh, so you're getting rid of redundancy exactly. in certain departments, right? Because if you go to NBC Universal, be like, we got somebody that can make the uniforms. I don't need that person. Right. Exactly. We right. got people in marketing. I don't need that person. Right. Oh, we got security. I don't need that person. Exactly. Right. Because Nick Khan talking about I got rid of Braun Strowman or Bray Wyatt because of. You know their salaries. It's like you're a billion dollar company. Exactly, exactly. you could pay them salaries. And yeah, the Fiend merch was heavy, but big time heavy. It, it still it, is. It still is. They just, <laughs> they just released the the Christmas Fiend Funko Pop <laughs> like the other day. 
It ain't Christmas yet. I mean, that Fiend belt is yeah. like one of the most expensive belts to buy. Yeah, it was okay. like, like $3,000. For a belt? Yes. The Fiend belt. Yeah. With the head, the mask yeah, in the front the of it. mask on it. $3,000? Yeah. And there's people that bought it. Yeah. Damn. We so, in the wrong know, business. We need to be making some damn belts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually glad that we brought this up. So the next listener comment that we have is from Dark Scribe. So What's up, Dark Scribe? Shout out to Dark Scribe, man. Frequent emailer, yes, frequent sir. commenter. So uh, his comment says, greetings. I hope this email finds you well. I agree with your prediction, the prediction that we're making again right now. That <laughs> WWE is preparing to sell with all the budget cuts. Right. But I am concerned that this will be similar to the UFC sale, mm. which will mean Vince will still be in control of the day-to-day operations. If you look at the additional moves that have been made, for example, bringing back John Laronitis, okay. or enforcing Triple H's, uh, forcing out Triple H's right-hand man, right. I think that the ultimate goal, if Vince does indeed, uh, I think that's the ultimate goal if Vince does sell the company. Okay. So his question to us right now, if we bought the company, uh, would we allow Vince to stay in control or give Vince and his entire crew future endeavors. They gotta go, bro. They done, man. They, 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 no, they didn't had over fifty years to get this shit right. And look at what it is now. Raw is the drizzling shits. I can't watch the show, man. I think I say that every week, y'all. I can't watch. If, if you're watching Monday Night Raw on a Monday night, and you got three hours of your day, you sitting there watching. The, the only thing you look making on is Bobby Lashley coming down there and and uh, uh, MVP. And I'm still waiting for him to get screwed up. You're not watching Raw. If you're watching Raw, something wrong with you. And I know they pulling what ones and they got they got a billion people. Watching, so it's apparently somebody. Why? Something is it something on there that's better than what I need to be doing? I go to the gym or something, and I'm not watching Raw. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I like I've said this. I haven't watched a full episode of Raw since 2018. It's unwatchable. That was, and that's when we went there live in New Orleans after well, WrestleMania. Well, well, here's the thing: uh, Nick Khan is there for a reason, for sure. And Nick Khan supplanted Triple H and Stephanie, so Vince is going to, I think, honestly, step down. And Nick Khan is there to run it, and Triple H is there to be the wrestling guy. And look at it. I'm just going to be honest, folks. Vince has always looked at wrestling as a soap opera. Not as okay. not as, as we want to call it a sport. Sure. NBC, Universal, whoever ends up getting this thing, as far as they can concerned, they got a wrestling TV show. Exactly. Right. So they right. just need exactly. Triple H to say what the holes got to look like. Right. Because right. the people right. they're going to start bringing in right. don't have to be wrestlers. They're looking for athletes. Right. Right. They can teach you how to do a headlock. They can teach you how to do it their way. Right. Yep. Because to them, it's just, it's it's a ballet. So right. a guy like Triple H is thinking, put it like this. He's the guy on an action movie set that makes sure you hold the gun right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He may Absolutely. not like that. Right. But that they like if you want the check, Paul, <laughs> this is what you're gonna do. <laughs> or or you can be the next one that said Paul Levesque is now all elite wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Terrorizing. Terrorizing is all elite. <laughs> well, that's that's good. Let's 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 stay on that thread for a hot second. Now, uh, Nick Khan did an interview with Ariel Hawani recently. So it it was it was a great interview actually. Like man, that was a softball. Man, it, it, so let the, him come on your show. Oh, oh that oh, would be an no. interview. We, yeah, no, yeah. we gonna yeah, come on your some, show. That's come, a real. Interview. We gonna yeah, ask yeah. some questions. Yeah. We gonna ask some questions. <laughs> I mean, so it revealed to me. I thought it was great because it revealed a lot about Nick Khan. Because before this, I didn't know nothing about him. But Nick Khan is like deep in in the business of wrestling. Like right. he was he was a bunch of cats' agent. He was Ariel Hawani's agent, so you know he wasn't going to ask no real Soft questions. Right, right, right. All softballs there. Um, I think he's worked with Jericho. I think he's worked with a bunch of 
wrestlers in the industry as they've been making their moves. Okay. Um, he actually helped WWE get the billion dollars from Fox. Oh, okay. Money and from uh, yeah, and from uh, NBC, I believe. Okay. Too. So he Drake Maverick to LeBron. Exactly. Right, he right. just Maverick. Right. Exactly. Right. Don't mean he know how to play basketball. That's exactly. true. That's you true. You know how to get the check. You know how to get the check. Right. That's why I Triple H you on the sidecar because you know how to play ball. Exactly. But I know how to get the check. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> that's why. That's why Daddy Vince put me in charge yep. to keep the money rolling. Yeah. So that's why Karrion Cross is now looking like some road warrior from 95. And we're like, what the hell's going on? We Actually, we're going to come back to that later yeah, on. He looks yeah. like somebody uh, uh, very familiar to people who play uh, Nintendo 64. Okay, what happened to Scarlett? Exactly. Did she give up the butt to somebody in the back? Because she got kicked off of NXT. Yeah. She, got, she never, never or maybe even showed she up did, Or maybe she didn't give up the butt. That's probably I what she did. <laughs> I, I think it's the latter. Like, what happened to her? I think it's that. Oh, hey, these are jokes. These are jokes. Yeah, these are legendary. Allegedly, we don't Allegedly. know. These are jokes. We just saying, these jokes. one day you were there, <laughs> next day you were gone. Even when he lost to Samoa Joe, you couldn't even come out for that? Yo, was, NXT was cheering for Scarlett. They because they're like, where, where'd she go? Yeah. Yeah. And then the next night he come looking like a Chippendales dancer that we don't want to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> so, also speaking of NXT, man, so Nick Khan talked about the fact that NXT uh-huh. is going to change. We're going to see. You don't a lot need of, to change. We, we're going to see yeah. a lot of changes from NXT Why? coming soon. So, one of them, we got breaking news here on the We Coming for You cast. Uh, probably like an hour before we walked in here. They dropped the new NXT logo. They don't need to change nothing. So I'm just, I'm just going to put that right here if, uh, uh, if you haven't seen it already. But the new NXT logo is uh, very colorful. It's very got paint splattered all over very it. Very colorful. I, I said it looked like the, the first season, the opening of the first season of In, In Living Color, when they were like spraying <laughs> the paint around and all that. Keenan Ivory, Ivory Way. Yeah, that's what it looked right. like to me. You know what? It's funny. It reminded me of the Care Bears. <laughs> Remember the old cartoon with the Care Bears? They all had the colorful logo. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Everything was coming out their stomach. Like, where are we going with this? See, that's see, that's when you see that's when you put the money at the head of the table. Right, exactly. Right. And the wrestling people are going, hey, this is what they want to do. But why are they changing NXT though? Why does it need to change? So apparently, Paul did too much of a good job. Let's give Triple H his props. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, oh, he, did that. Give, 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 he did give, that. Give Triple H his flowers. One hundred percent. Yeah, he did a great job there. Awesome. But yeah. what they're looking at. So Nick Khan also talked about it. He said that basically what they want to do from WWE, they want to have, they want to basically change the wrestlers into properties, into Marvel like properties. They want, they want uh, uh, Karrion Cross to be Iron Man apparently. He ain't going. Or they want Becky Lynch man. to be uh, uh, Black Widow no. or something like that. They no. want, they want all of these things. So one of their mandates that they just recently had, and excuse, excuse the language that I'm about to use right now, <laughs> but they said um, no midgets. Mm. No guys over thirty. Wow, that's, that's one of the said? that's one of the that's one of the unwritten mandates for NXT. So that's why Bronson Reed got let go. Oh, he was okay. over thirty. And I okay. say, also they don't want independent wrestlers either. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah, so that's a new one out. So they're they're saying no indie guys now. So basically, what they're doing, they had a uh, tryout in Vegas wow. when they were there for SummerSlam. Right. Basically, they were recruiting. Athletes, right. yeah. college athletes, former professional athletes, and they want to mold them into. Well, all they gonna do is let WWE. them go. They gonna build them up and let them go. That's all they. That's well, all they do. Okay, here's the thing, and this is why people have to understand that that the WWE that that you loved will not be the same because they are moving into a more corporate right 
direction. Right. That's and, true. And so they don't need wrestlers. They don't actually don't. They don't even want you to have a wrestling background. They don't right. want exactly. you to know anything about wrestling. Right. Because they want to teach you their way of doing it. And their mm. way of doing it is like, we got script writers. We have this. We want you to learn how to learn your lines. They can teach you the holes. Right. Hey, Paul, show them how to do a headlock, right. kid. That's what Paul is there for. Right. right? Now, right. he likes that then he'll continue to do it sure or at some point be like i'm good right. i'll sit down right um but that's really w- where they're going that's why i said vince didn't care that he let go all this talent right it didn't bother him because he's like i'm just gonna be collecting a check soon right a very big check but i'm gonna be chilling right right i think we, and we talk about this before on the, on our podcast here Vince's exit strategy was the XFL, Absolutely. and and here 100%. in St. Louis, it was it was succeeding very well. Sure, uh, I, I feel that if the the TV deals and everything that he had set up for the, for the XFL was going, it was going to work perfectly. Yeah. Uh, it's just COVID killed it, and that I think that that plan might have made, made it stopped him from maybe doing something with football or maybe doing something with the NFL. But I, I totally think Vince's exit strategy out of WWE was going to be the XFL. If it wasn't for COVID, you know, who knows what we – he probably would have stepped down maybe sooner. We don't know that. Yeah, You know, at some point, you know, I want Vince to step down, but I really yeah, don't. But yeah. I don't want the Nick Khan in charge, guy in charge either. Exactly. Because it the WWE, and you said it, Raw is super it's trash. It's <laughs> super stale. Yeah, it's trash. NXT was fresh. Yeah. Now we don't know what, what Rainbow Bright NXT is going to be. What now. the Rainbow Bright NXT? <laughs> it's like Lucky Charms, colorful cereal. We don't like know the what's Discovery going on. Plus logo. It do, yeah, <laughs> we don't, it we don't it know. And I and I feel I felt even worse that a guy that I felt should have been WWE champion came back with Samoa Joe. Yeah. And it's like, please don't waste Joe again. Right. Like. You know, I wish Joe would have just went to AEW because it's like he should have got the WWE title right. during that run with him and AJ. There was sure. plenty of opportunities for him to for him to get the belt. Right. Yeah, but I would th- say him and Brock too. Yeah. But, but now, Brock got some bang up matches. But yeah. now it's like, man, you're going to waste Samoa Joe again? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, so, it is. So, so word on the street too with Samoa Joe is that he's supposed to have an expanded role in NXT? So I think I think he's going to be one of one of one Paul's of the, one of the office. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be one of Paul's. Like I guess Sean is his right hand man, so he's going to be his left hand man in in teaching the hoes, teaching the wrestlers, you know, being a trainer right. and all that. So I think that might be why they put the belt on him before they go into Lucky Charms NXT. Mm. <laughs> this is crazy. I, I mean, right now it's it's almost it's it's depressing because mm-hmm. you know. Outside of Roman Reigns, because the Tribal Chiefs thing is the best storyline going, is. And, and yes, yep. we're gonna get we're gonna get to the Rock, Yo, and, yeah, I, and that's yep. gonna oh, yeah. that's happening. Now that WrestleMania gonna be lit. That's no gonna matter, be lit, no matter what we say. Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent versus that's Roman. Gonna, yeah. that's, that's gonna be lit. Yeah, that's gonna but be dope. that's it. Yeah. They dropped the ball with Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. As soon as Bobby got the belt, we break up the hurt business. That, right. well, I don't understand that at all. At break them. <laughs> so 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 Reddit R said on on the podcast basically when. When Hurt Business got together, when they were doing what, when they all won the belts, he was just like, yep, this is going to be like, break them niggas up. Break them up. <laughs> and he did. That's too strong. No, no storyline reason. Just did it. Just broke them up. And then next thing you know, Bobby coming out with hoes. I was like, this is not the Godfather. Like, what are we doing? Yep. They broke them up, man. And that, you know, I, I like the fact that they rechanged Bobby. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, if he's not going to fight Brock, yep. then why are we doing this? Listen, right here. Brock Lesnar's back. We're going to talk about Brock Lesnar in a minute, Ben. Listen, Brock Lesnar, 
if you if you listen watching this show because I know you are, <laughs> Brock, <laughs> fight Bobby Lashley, you coward. Oh oh. Uh oh. Fight him. He said it. Fight I mean. Bobby. Brock Lesnar is ducking Bobby Lashley. Uh oh. He ducking him. Uh oh. He ducking him. Uh oh. He came back from <laughs> okay, Roman okay. Reigns. Bobby, I need, Bobby, I need you Bobby, to relax. I need Bobby to relax. Lashley, <laughs> Bobby Lashley beat Goldberg with a chair. <laughs> okay, and he was in the back chilling. We, we talking, okay, man. This ain't UFC. We talking wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Brock going over. Yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah, so we know that. He ain't yeah. running because nah. what, he ain't got nothing to be afraid of. Right. That's a good point. Right. That is a very Brock good point. Brock going over. And, I think, and honestly, I think that's where it's going to go. Because if you really want to make this Brock Roman thing pop, mm-hmm. put the belt on Brock. Okay. WWE title. Okay. Then Heyman mm. tries to make peace and try to coexist with both. Yeah. As we know, that uh, won't happen. happen. Right. 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 And then it's champ versus champ. Okay. 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 And I'm like, just I'm just saying that there there could be a reason why Bobby's looking like the way they're doing Bobby mm-hmm. is to make him look credible. Right. Right. And then they'll push Brock over to Raw. Okay. Which will actually, I, I, I hate to say it, but they kind of need to do it. I would like to see oh, that. Absolutely. I would like to see that happen on WWE TV before Thriller gets it, and you're gonna be watching it on a pay per view for 1999, like we're about to watch Tyron Willie fight Jake Paul. Anyway, though, <laughs> oh, no, but I will say, this. I will say this. I will say this. I and, I, and I'm saying this, with, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take a shot of Brandon. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a drink champ thing. Okay, right? oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. we got to. If Goldberg beats Bobby Lashley because Bobby put his hands on his kid, I'm done. Oh, I, no. I am going okay. to take my WWE life of cards. And just throw it away. I'm going to be like Ric Flair. Let me out my contract. Let me out I'm your contract. I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you waste Bobby Lashley. For Goldberg. For yeah. Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg. Oh, Goldberg. Goldberg. I'm sorry. Like, this is like, I. Yeah. you know what? I'm going to yeah. burn. Like, F it. I'm done. Y'all can come get all the belts in my house. I yeah. can come get all the million in my house. Right. I, I'm fuck you, Vince. You know what? Honestly, so so it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I think I gave away my WWE life card when they fucked up the fiend. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. The, I, you had a reason why I though. Sat, I sat at this man's house. Yep. And watched that SummerSlam when the fiend came out. Yep. It's just like this is the dopest shit I've ever seen. Yep. That was that new Undertaker. Yep. Yeah. That yep. was that new Undertaker. Undertaker. Yep. Side, side note: the, the so the the fiend mask. So. My brother's brother-in-law actually designed that mask. He's he's the guy that he, he lives in Washington, Missouri. He's a tattoo artist for a bunch of WWE guys. Right. But he drew a picture of Bray Wyatt, tagged him on it in social media, and then Bray was like, "That's dope. I got some other ideas." So he designed that mask. Wow. So personally, I'm like, "Yo, Yo this is dope. Uh, this is dope." I mean, when they had that Hell in a Cell match, mm-hmm. Fiend versus Seth Rollins. Yep. And they stopped the match. Because Seth Rollins had, what did he do? Bury him bur- under a bunch uh, of shit uh, yeah. and hit him with some chair. And the Fiend, they stopped the match. Oh, stop the match, stop the match. Fiend get right back up. What? Wait a minute. This <laughs> indestructible motherfucker. I went through a whole bunch of tables. The referee is worried about this indestructible monster right. horror movie looking motherfucker that right. come out with a lantern with a motherfucker's <laughs> head on it. And you gonna stop the match? <laughs> That's when I was like, you know that, what? That's when we. That, those were the warning signs back then. I can't but, wait to tell y'all mine. But but here's the thing though: if you if you look at how much the fiend they messed up, and it, and it was a cash cow because this was they had the first legitimate answer mm-hmm. for the Undertaker. Yep. Like here's yep. somebody that we can 
we can bring out, make a super special attraction, mm-hmm. right? And we can we can mess with the character slightly, but yep. we got into you know dumb shit with Cena and all that. I get the right. COVID stuff, right? But it's like they had something that we were invested in, mm-hmm. and the and they should have never put a belt on something like that. It right. never made any right. sense, exactly. Right. exactly. And it had to, like he, he didn't, need the belt. He, he don't, he didn't need the belt. He don't even need to be around the championship, right? Exactly. right. And you had somebody that honestly, like. That to me tells me where I was like, you know what, Vince is not the guy no more. Because yeah. how could you not see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, you know, mine was when he was doing a backstage segment with John Cena and he called him a nigga and he walked past Booker T. That that was when I was oh, done being wow. a WWE fan. Oh wow! <laughs> I think that was when it ended for Podcast me. Podcast over, folks. Yeah. Why, why are we it. talking? That's about it. That's it. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna go there, brother. Hulk <laughs> I mean, Hogan, <laughs> nigga. Oh my man. <laughs> Sherry, save me, Sherry. <laughs> but, but you, know, you know, that's why we call this that's the We why, Coming For You cast, That's why right? this is called the We Coming For You cast. Because, because Hogan, We Coming For You, nigga. Uh, because yeah, we shit. get on this podcast, we start Damn, talking about Stevie wrestling. Ray, I said that drink that 40. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we talk about wrestling, we forget where we at. And we at Kaiser Society Studios, the beautiful studios yes, down sir. here in yes, sir. downtown St. Louis. Can I press a button? I don't know what this one do. But go go ahead and press, press a button. No, we don't want to have crickets up in here. No. Yeah, my bad. All right, so... Let's talk about let's let, let's switch gears a little bit because I think we gonna probably talk about this subject a little bit more. So the wrestling world is ablaze, ablaze on the other side of the of the wrestling town. Yes, the man, the man, gone for seven years. Seven years, y'all. He, he had he had two MMA, MMA fights. We ain't gonna talk about we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about him. Give him the MMA man. He got his hat. Come on, now. we only hey, talk about hey, that. Man. Only one of the losses count, dog. Only one of them because 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 Mike Jackson got popped for. Uh, for drugs, so stay off, <laughs> Mike Jackson. But CM Punk, CM Punk, all, back, all jump side. CM Punk is back. He's back, y'all. Professional wrestling. So first thoughts. We're gonna start with Boogie D, man. First thoughts on seeing CM Punk, the execution of AEW, like how they did it. First thoughts. Biggest pop ever. Mm. Um, rivals. It, it the pop alone. The energy that came through, it was the biggest moment for AEW. Yes. Yeah. It put AEW on a on a different level. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now we got to see what they do with it. Exactly. Um, yep. I mean, the way, it, the way it went down was was almost flawless. And, and AEW does nothing flawless, as we know. <laughs> Chris Jericho falling off the cage. Right. That's, that's the explosion real. that never happened. Right. Um, so AEW's had a lot of missteps. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they've had a lot of debuts that... Didn't really feel special, right? Yeah, I agree with that one. This you one know, did. This this felt like, wow, they have arrived. Yes. Now, now, what do we see? What happens next? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but as far as seeing Punk, let's 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 be honest about this situation, okay? And let's and, let, and let's talk about this as wrestling fans. Not that not that we just want to mark out, okay? Yeah. I, feel, I feel like I know where you're going, but go no, ahead. I'm just saying, I love seeing Punk's run. When they finally figured it out after the pipe bomb, yep. and I love that CM Punk, mm-hmm. and so that's the CM Punk that we remember. That's right. the CM Punk we want back, right? right? We just don't know what we're going to get. That's true. Exactly. So and, and so we gotta kind of wait and see. Uh, being gone for seven years, mm-hmm. and you know, and Punk Punk to me, I believe is a wrestling fan. I think yes. he's a fan, a fan truly at his heart. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a more wait and see reaction because I think. AEW has a great opportunity in front of them. Right. And then with Daniel Bryan coming and possibly Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. and maybe Adam Cole, mm-hmm. they have an opportunity to really become not just 
WCW or right. or TNA or anything right. like like literally they have a great opportunity to become a true almost number two mm-hmm. that could challenge number one because I believe WWE is in a different space yeah, right yeah. now. It's not going. Anywhere. They're not and, going and, anywhere. And that punk reaction, that punk mark out that that was it for them. Right. So yeah. we just got to see where it's going to go. So right. you know I don't know yet. Right. Question mark, and we got to sure. see the matches. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Rated R, let me know what you think. Uh, again, executed very well, y'all. Um, I mean, he came out there. That was the biggest pop, I think, outside of Michael Jordan in the United Center. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. It, it sounded like, yeah. you know. Um, I think I got to agree with, 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 with my man over here. Uh, we got to see what we do with it. Um, Punk, he was gone for seven years. Uh, and, and I think that that loud pop was just an over-resounding sound of, Fans wanting something different, and then and, and, and with a mixture of we want our Chicago Sun back, we right. want CM Punk back. Right. The question is, is the, that the landscape that AEW is in is the the type of punk that we want back? Is that what we're gonna get? I'm gonna say no. I think we're gonna see. I would like to see a difference of character in punk. I would like to see, show me something like like what Chris Jericho is doing over there. Chris Jericho is is starting to become one of my Mountain Rushmore. Wrestling of all time. Welcome. Anytime somebody can come out in a wrestling ring and sing your song with no music on, yep. verbatim, that is that's crazy. I've never seen that before. Yeah. So I, I want to see that type of like extension of CM Punk, and I know it's in him because like it's like you guys said, he's a fan. I want to see what levels and what depths of his character can we see on TNT TV. I want to see something different than what's not on WWE, but it still works. Right. That's that's it. Yeah. So I would say this, man, and and y'all know, y'all know from seeing me, man. I am I'm high on AEW, very high on AEW. AEW shield, man. Flipping and flopping and dodging and dipping hey, and all that. Hey, shit. hey, flip, <laughs> the flipping and flopping and robbing, running and dodging, all that. And, and this thing, and this thing, calm down a little bit. Too. It, 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 I won't yeah, say it that. Has, it has. I won't say that. When it first came out, that shit was. I'm, they, it was like playing Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> they, it was, they, they, they did have some Tekken tag tournament vibes in there. Man, first and foremost, the the return of CM Punk, really dope. The way that they did it was dope. The way that they just opened the show, let the fans cheer for it, hit the music, boom. They they apparently they were thinking of have Tony Schiavone out there and introduced CM Punk and they nixed it. Very good idea. Probably the best b- b- idea. Before you finish, I want to know how much in Living Color is getting paid off royalties for for this damn song. Now they're getting paid. <laughs> oh, oh, that's <laughs> a great <laughs> song, though. Yeah, it's it is. It's a phenomenal song. song. It's a great song. Yeah. But, yeah. but but here's the thing, though. <laughs> the WWE had paid for the rights of the song. So my question is, did did Tony Khan uh, cut a check to Vince? Yeah, maybe they maybe be like so. let us get that. Okay. Well, okay. I guess it depends on on what was the. Length of time that they that WWE paid for it, so I'm a, I'm assuming that they paid for it in perpetuity for DVD. No, and you know what? The no, network and all that. No, because they let because he came out to at the with his UFC. He fight. came out in the UFC. Exactly. Yeah, maybe yep. they had let let the rights go. Mm-hmm. But you know, here's the thing with CM Punk. We we just it's a wait and see. We don't yeah, want to yep. say anything negative. Nope. Because we don't want people to think we you know we shooting shots to shoot shots. Yeah. Um. But for AEW, it's like okay, you got some really big names coming, mm-hmm. and I mean. Names that dwarfs your current locker room. That's right. true. No disrespect. Right. That's true. But the names that we're talking about dwarfs your locker room. Right. right, right, right. If you start to lose your locker room, 
that that is what every we've always heard. What happened in WCW? Oh, too many of the WWF guys. Everything's right. NWO. Mm-hmm. What's the problem with WWE right now? The problem with WWE right now. Everybody that leaves, they say the exact same thing. Too much control. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not fun. Right. It doesn't feel like wrestling. Mm-hmm. So that is a backstage culture problem. Mm-hmm. That if they re- if Vince really cared, he can fix immediately. Right. And make people happy. Yeah. People are dying to get out of there, right. Sasha Banks, because they're not happy. <laughs> and and over here, AEW is supposed to be, oh, you can be a wrestler and you can be fun. Right. Okay, so, but now that's great. But then you're if you're Lance Archer, you're Darby Allen, right? Yep. And you know you're Eddie Kingston, right? Yep. You're going, well, there's Danny Bryan, there's CM Punk. There's Bray Wyatt. I'm dropping down. There's yeah. Adam Cole, possibly. Well, uh, there's Sasha Banks walking in in the ladies' locker room. Right. Britt Baker. Oh, <laughs> you know, who's following right behind Sasha Banks? Britt Baker. Here comes Charlotte. Oh, okay. Now, where do I fit? Well, so to that point, the other thing I was going to say that I liked about uh, CM Punk's debut was the fact that, okay, he got what he needed to say out. Next thing he said was Darby Allen. I'm hey, I'm coming for you at all out. Like basically to put him over. Okay. So at this moment, you know, I have faith in AEW booking that they will still have people in the mix, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Problem is now, like I said, AEW Shield, AEW. Okay. Hold on, hold on, right before I, that. The problem is, I'm not quite sure Punk can go like that anymore. Okay, so. Your AEW shield. I'm going to go by TNT executives and the people putting money in the building. Yeah. CM Punk may be in the back talking about, I'll put Darby Allen over. TNT is going, oh, fuck, no, you're not. <laughs> you better get that shit out your head right about now, CM Punk. Now, but if your t- ass will be winning you, at all out. Well, hold on now. Hold on now. If t- Just t- make the kid look good. <laughs> ain't no way you're going to get a one, two, three in your first match. In AEW. Right. And that that's honestly, and that's I am where, afraid of that. And, that's the okay, part I'm afraid of. Okay, and that's of. where the yeah. locker room, because now you're saying to Darby Allen, we need you in the biggest match of your life right. to take a loss. Right. Right. Where wins and losses matter. That's, that's true. That's the key. Yep. That's I, the part okay. that I'm like, ah, okay. I don't know. Smart, smart booking, smart wrestling fans. There is a way to make you lose and to elevate Stone Cold. Yep. Right. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. So that's what we don't know. Right. What we're going to get. Right. But Punk may be willing to do every job. Right. Every job. But TNT, and, and, and I'm sorry, uh, he's spending daddy's money. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. A, good, a good example of that is Cody Rhodes coming back, and he had that. He, he was gone for a while. He right. came back with the dark hair. Yeah. But he was on Go Big Show with blonde hair. With blonde hair. What kind of hair did he come back with that next it week? That black hair. He had, he had it, blonde it, hair it, that it, next it, week because <laughs> TNT was like, yo, you doing promo for this show. You that's got blonde true. hair on there. That's true. You better keep having that blonde hair. You better put that blonde hair back or, on. Yeah, you better put true. that bleach back in your hair. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, 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 think, I just think that you know AEW has to be very careful. That when you bring in these mega stars and you're gonna pay them mega star money, at some point you gotta somehow put that belt on them. This was the yeah. point that I was gonna make when we was outside, we was talking. Uh I think there is enough uh history now where I don't think like cause Tony Khan is a fan. He's a fan like we are. Spending daddy's money. Spending daddy's money. But I think the mistakes that WWE impact whoever 
I think the mistakes that are known now, and I think he may be maybe not trying to follow in those same footsteps. Prime example with Impact. Impact failed because they brought, and this is no disrespect to Eric Bischoff, but it failed because they brought in all these older Minded thinker And now I'm trying to say Eric Bischoff Is older minded I like Eric Bischoff Because I met him before yeah, But I don't I don't think But I, I don't I know I, I know wrestling is cyclical But I think at some point You're going to have to change The way it was done I don't think you want to Follow in the same footsteps That, that they all did like, And they're kind of Doing it right now You brought in Punk You bring it in Daniel Bryan You bring it in All these other WWE stars but maybe one day somebody needs to sit back and look like, look, man, we're following the same footsteps that all these other companies are have doing and look what's happened to them. Let's do something different. My whole I don't understand why none of these companies are building up their prospective people to be the workhorses of the company. That's how it happened when it was in the territory days. And that's probably why the territories was better, because you had different stars in each territory. Right. Ric Flair owned St. Louis. You had who who's Kansas City? Was that the Harley uh, Race? The Harley Harley Race. Race. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, New York was Bruno. Bruno. But you had these different guys that were stars in their own you know world right i don't think they need to go down the same I, I i think that the mistakes that were made are out there it's digitalized so you can see it when right. you can there's documentaries on it at some point tony khan you got to go your own path and do something different do y'all thing, i will say this the reason why you have impact in new japan working with aew yes right. is to kind of try to filter some of this talent around right exactly. so so what you can do is you can take daniel bryan and say okay let's move daniel bryan around because he wants to go to japan so right, now he right. can go from AEW, he can go to new japan we can keep him away from the title okay and we can put him on tv he right. might go he might go straight to new japan he might so so the thing is is that i understand what you're saying mm-hmm. that I think that is a mindset that AEW, and I think that that's what they would like to do. But once you start playing with corporate money, and, we, and, and you're yep. on and you're on a, and you're on a major network, mm-hmm. and now you want to go to TBS and you're on TNT, and they're putting money into the product, right, right. they only care about ratings, right. and they and they're sitting around. They're not wrestling fans. They're right. not wrestling diehards. Right. They're saying, "Well, wait a minute. I know that name because of what Vince did." And, right. and WWE is that's still true. the standard bearer. It, yeah, oh, course, absolutely. absolutely. Now, absolutely. now you absolutely. have a now you're having a, a conflict with the boardroom, right. Right. and it happens with every. Wrestling company that tries to go big, right. even when uh, ECW when they before they were they were having problems with the network. Yep. TNA was having problems with the network. The network well, because right. they wanted to go up against Vance because y'all got Hulk Hogan. That, that was and, a no, Hogan no, no. idea. No, wait, wait, still, wait, but still the network wanted to do it nah. because because EC, they, ECW had problems with the network because Paul's an asshole. But it's still <laughs> it's that even, Paul, but even Vince is having problems <laughs> because USA is screaming. Why is all the good stars on Fox? Right. right. Yes. Right. That's so, another, so you yeah, got to understand, it's not these people don't have uh, Thanos type power to snap their fingers and do what they want because they got right. Infinity Stones. Right. These Infinity Stones are rented. Right. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Tony right. Khan don't own these Infinity Stones. Right. His daddy got an interest. TNT got an interest. Right. Right. And so that's where the problem comes in. Is because John Moxley promo. If you remember the promo, he cut a week before Punk debuted. Yep. That was him basically saying, y'all not going to screw me. That's what I, yeah, that's I, exactly yeah, what it was. I, 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 I left Titan. I, I came it. to you. Right. You're not going to put me into mm-hmm. the mid-card. Yeah. Yep. And you know what it. Tony Card said? Uh, John Moxley mid-card. <laughs> title. John, John Moxley fighting 2.0. Right. Uh, right. Jericho. Right. Uh, we're going to have to put you in the commentary booth. Because I do agree. 
the two biggest stars that AEW has that can rise to that level is MJF. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he needs to win this match. Yep. Because He's going to win this match. Because if they don't, it's like that's Vince booking. Mm-hmm. Um, and and possibly Darby Allen. I don't know if Darby Allen could be uh, AEW World Champ. But there's something there, right? Right, exactly. That's what I was going to say as but far as I, the TNT uh, uh, representatives and all that. When you look out in the crowd, you know, you see all the little kids, half yeah. their face painted. Right. You know, they, they, they got their skateboards and all that. All that is really marketable, especially the TNT audiences right. where they showing all the different uh, shows on there. So like, you think they should have put them in there with Punk? Yeah, I think so. And he can't go over? We'll see. <laughs> that's the part that, again, that's the part that I'm afraid okay, of. Okay, so... If we want to just, can we fantasy book for two sure, seconds? Sure, go yeah, ahead. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you're like us, we're saying, okay, Punk, Darby Allen, most people are saying, well, Punk's got to go over. So other people are saying, no, Darby Allen has to go over. Right. Yeah. So now we got a problem. Punk really can't lose his first match. Right. Right. But if he does lose, there's got to be a reason why he loses. So are we saying Daniel Bryan comes out mm-hmm. and he's the, re- if so, if Daniel Bryan screws Punk, now we got something. Right. But yeah. ladies and gentlemen, that's a WWE feud. But it is. Day one on AEW TV. Yeah. But and awesome. here's, yep. and goes yep. right to my point. Yep. You immediately went to a WWE story. But line. here's the other thing, though. So, at All Out, we're, we're, we're predicting that MJF is going to be Chris Jericho, right? If we're predicting I that. I don't really know that, to be honest. I don't, I don't know. All right. I'll, I'll call that right now. We'll say MJF beats Chris Jericho. Then, main event, CM Punk versus Darby Allin. MJF comes out. And it's like, look. I'm tired of all of y'all. I'm the youngest, the best superstar. Right. He calls CM Punk the match. I like that that part because then you're taking an AEW guy. Exactly. If it's Daniel Bryan that causes, right. now it's WWE part two. Exactly. Right. So right. we don't know. So if if they have a screw job finish in mind, yeah. it has to make sense because aren't they in Chicago? Exactly. Yeah. And yes. Chicago will riot. Yes. So and they have to show them riot. No, no, they have to know. <laughs> they have to show okay. them right okay. on television. Okay, this is where this is where now this is where that very this is where it comes. Nobody in Chicago is coming to see Punk lose his first match back. They're not. Right. Right. They're not. Right. So if you are gonna cost Punk the match, it it better be of a caliber of a star right. that they're gonna respect. If it's Sean's fucking spears with a chair, they're gonna tear that motherfucker down. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely true. I think Daniel Bryan's gonna screw him. You think Daniel Bryan's gonna screw him? It's, it's, it, gonna, it's gonna okay, screw him. Okay, but now we we in it, and you know what Vince is doing? Vince got a chubby. Yes. Yeah. Linda! <laughs> Linda! Watch Linda! Come on! They're doing what I knew they were doing! No, no, no! Go get some of these great friends. Come, come on, Linda! Linda. Come on this thing! <laughs> They're doing what I knew they were doing! They're overpaying! They're Stop doing it. my stuff! Did I tell you? I told you! They, they can't do it without me! They can't do it without me! <laughs> now, I will say, I will say also. <laughs> so. <laughs> man, y'all stupid. Man. <laughs> hey, we told you. We told you before you walked in. Hey, this is we. It ain't your normal wrestling podcast. Now, I think in general, we've seen a lot of ex WWE people come in. I, I say this all the time, man. WWE had three hundred people on the roster twenty nineteen. Like you gonna have ex WWE people coming in. Their impact, Ring of Honor, all that. The thing that I hold out the hope for is that so far they haven't really been rehashing old WWE promo uh, 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 feuds. 
right? So they've been mostly putting their Christian with uh, with Kenny. Well, I'm with Kenny Omega right now. Uh, they Big Show is fighting QT Marshall for some reason. QT Marshall, <laughs> you know what I'm like they've been they've been keeping cats apart. And and I agree with you. And that's why next Saturday, this whole Punk Darby Allen this finish. Is gonna we're gonna see where they're going exactly. because because right. if it's a if it's an AEW guy like an MJF or let's say the Young Bucks, uh, it, it, but if it's John Moxley, right? If yeah. it's Daniel exactly. Bryan, right. now the, it's the locker room is gonna see that and they go oh now it's gonna start. Let, let me ask y'all this: yeah. When do y'all think that the honeymoon phase of AEW is over? When it's when does it stop? I'm like okay, Tony Khan's like okay, we didn't brought enough leverage in from WWE. It's time to start making some money. When do y'all think that's gonna happen? Now, okay, yeah, okay. I, I, exactly okay. Right I think the minute you got Punk Daniel Bryan signed, yeah. it there was a lot of people looked at them contracts like, yeah, man, uh, you better start figuring this out, well, right? Because you, you just you just bringing in toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 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 you got to think about it. The moment that they start working about worrying about the money is when they created a second show. For advertising, okay, yeah. show ain't nothing but an hour, right? Right. They right. have three wrestling matches on it. The right, rest is right, commercial. Right. I mean, it's but the, the, okay, <laughs> but that's because that's because Junior spend it, and they like, yo, money you spend. And I can't yeah. tell you the last time Jacksonville Jaguars made it to the playoffs. Them motherfuckers ain't going nowhere. I'm oh, they sorry, ain't going y'all. to playoffs. <laughs> they ain't going to playoffs. Shout, shout out, shout out, shout out to uh, I ain't got nobody from Jacksonville my fantasy team. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you, ain't, you ain't had no Blake Bortles? Hell no, I ain't you got ain't no, no damn Blake Bortles. Bortles. That's because Jacksonville trying to go to London. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, that's real. Or they can bring hey, the ass somewhere. Or they can come venerate this piece of shit around the corner if they want to. Nah, ain't nobody coming back to that. <laughs> man, you you might, might let that go. I don't even want to. I don't even want to back her, dog. So, we just just to talk about, uh, uh, we, we talked about CM Punk a little bit. Uh, there was one person that was very vocal about CM Punk and when he came back in his promo, specifically. So, Booker T. Our boy Booker T, man. <laughs> so, I'm happy. He got Just, something to say about everything. You know I know what? why he's saying it. But you know what? It is the first time in a while that he ain't been saying it about a black woman. So, I'm good. <laughs> you know why Booker T? I'm good. You know why Booker T talking shit? Why? Because the con can't give him no check. Exactly. <laughs> like Mark Henry getting a check, Big exactly. Show getting a check. Well, you gonna get Ric Flair check? Wait, yeah. oh, where my check? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. You one, one better. Check? <laughs> one better. One better. So Booker T runs a wrestling organization called Reality or Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They uh, the Usos, Ember Moon, like five people that got signed in Vegas all came from Reality. I think wrestling. I know where you're going with this. Booker T gets a cut from that, right? Yeah, from, from, from so, all of so, them. So you trying to say that Booker T is trying to have his. ROHB, the NXT of AEW. Absolutely. <laughs> he ain't messing up his bag, man. He is not messing up his bag. Okay, I can go okay. with that. I okay, so what that. so what was Booker T upset about with Punk's promo? Now he said, CM Punk is back, man. And I got a chance to Yeah, no, you gotta talk like him. Oh, yeah, right, so you gotta right. talk. CM Punk is back, man. And I got the chance to witness the return of CM Punk. I really did. I don't know, you guys. You guys out there are big AEW fans. You guys will agree to disagree with me. It's good. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't good. But me, I'm always telling it like it is. <laughs> Y'all know that. Sucker. Sucker. <laughs> and I'm going to tell it like it is on this one. I want you all, all you listeners, I need you guys to challenge me on this one. I'm begging you to challenge me on what I'm talking about. 
Booker T continued. CM Punk came back. <laughs> he had a full 10 minutes of television to go out there and make his point as far as CM Punk being back. Okay. He had the perfect crowd to be able to go out there and, and really, I'm talking about have a party up in the United Center. Mm-hmm. But CM Punk came <laughs> back and took that. his moment to choose to talk about WWE. That right there was a total miss as far as I'm concerned. He struck out. Uh, I can only imagine if The Rock had come had the same 21,000 in Miami, Florida. The Rock would have talked about every landmark in Miami and everybody in that Miami frequented it. And he would have had them fans going crazy know? with how, excitement. How the hell does he know? <laughs> but CM Punk chose to talk about WWE and in that nine minutes went back so slow when it could have been a party going on but, in the United States. But did he really talk about WWE? I don't think he did. He did, but here's the thing, though. It was indirect. Okay, but here's the thing. It was indirect as hell. But the reason why Punk been gone for seven years is because of the WWE. Right. And and Punk is a a guy that has been very honest about his problems with the WWE. So it's no way he could have walked out there and not somehow reference the WWE. But I do agree with Booker. What Booker is saying is that everybody that has come from the WWE has said the same thing. Right. Right. Okay, we get it. Right. It's an unhappy workplace. Right. Okay. That's why I'm looking at Vince and I'm going, everybody's saying the same thing, dog. Okay. If you you would stop the running of people trying to get out, if you somehow listen to what people are saying... I don't like working here. Yes, you you pay me a lot of money. It's the biggest company in the world, but I'm unhappy. Right. Right? So, but what was Punk going to say? If Punk didn't somehow acknowledge, you know, something, people right. have been like, that ain't the guy I know. The guy, exactly. That's not the guy that ain't been on Twitter. That ain't, it's so, but he didn't do it in a way that I thought was malicious. Right. He basically said, I was not going to go back to the place that made me sick. Exactly. Okay. 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 And the place that took the love of wrestling out of me. Right. I, I didn't... I mean, but what? Why, why did Mark Henry leave? Mark Henry said the same thing. Yep. I asked for opportunities, I couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Big Show, I asked for opportunities, I couldn't get it. Yep. You asked Andrade and the rest of them. They were like, "I'm happy to let me out of my contract." Why? They wasn't doing nothing with me. Exactly. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to do scripted promos. I don't right. want to do this. I don't want to do that. Why did John Moxley leave? So it, it's a common thread. I think with Booker Booker T right now, I think what well, you're right. He's cupping. He's he's carrying the WWE flag. Okay. God bless you, Book. I'm not trying to mess up your check. Right. Don't mess up your check, bro. But, no, don't do that. But let's not say Punk did not spend the entire time running. He didn't run down his problems with, with Triple H. or with, He basically was like, I'm sorry I didn't go back sooner because you guys wanted to see me. Right. I right. wasn't running back to a place that I I got. I didn't like working there. Bro, I got yeah. you. I got you. Flat and, out. and that's it. Yeah, and the ice yeah. cream bar thing was great <laughs> because that was a callback to the pipe bomb, yep. right. and it was a payoff that never happened. That never exactly. happened. Yep. Right. Yeah, you're right. right. So, you're right. So how is that a bad thing? Right yeah. now, yeah. the one bad thing about the ice cream bars is that I've been thinking about this all week. How they keep them ice cream cream bars frozen? That's a good question. A freezer? They were, but no, but they were giving them out. Like they, they showed a video of people handing them out at the door of the United Center with people oh. Wait, coming in or going out, going out. Yeah, I figured, well, yeah, they just had them in freezers. They probably had them in freezers on the way out. Man, yes. I hope so. <laughs> Everybody got a melted okay, ass uh, I, I'm, I'm going to just ask this question. If you're trying to buy one of them on eBay, because I heard it going for eBay, how do you think it's going to get shipped to you cold? Wait a minute. How much are they going for on eBay? Because you it's know out of, It's out of control right now. You know what time it is. It's time for another one of these <laughs> rated R rants. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let me tell you something. Uh-oh. This the, the You motherfuckers who paying... $3,500 for one of CM Punk ice cream bars, 
Y'all the same motherfuckers that all of a sudden want to get these damn milk crates and want to jump on top of these damn milk crates and play the Negro Olympics. Y'all need, I don't want to hear no more about me watching pro wrestling and y'all getting entertained on Facebook with motherfuckers jumping on top of milk crates and falling on their ass. I enjoy what the hell I watch. If you enjoy that shit, that's you, but that's some stupid shit. But see, all, all, rated R wrong for saying that shit. All. Get off the damn milk crates and leave me alone. Let me watch my shit continue to show y'all. Thank you. <laughs> that concludes one of Rated R rants. Well, <laughs> I, I want to get that off. I just want to know if you do buy it for thirty five hundred dollars. <laughs> how does it come to you frozen? Hey, I'm asking because I mean for, I've uh, gotten shit off of eBay. They don't pack shit right. They don't. They so do I'm not. like, you trusting somebody to pack an ice cream bar? That makes sure you ain't melted slop when it show up to your door and you spent thirty five hundred. Well, for thirty five hundred, they better have all the dry ice in that the, box. Hey, the, see, the, I didn't even see. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, never, I would have never thought about buying ice cream. First of all, off of fucking eBay. Right, right. I'm not <laughs> buying no damn ice cream off eBay. I'm sorry. I mean, but let me ask you: If you got a CM Punk ice cream bar, don't you do kind of do want to eat it? No. So you know somebody's gonna collect it and be like, I'm so you not gonna, down, you're, you're gonna put the shit oh. in your fridge. So you're just gonna show people. Look, I got one of the balls. Look, 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 look. Okay, let me put it back. But you're never gonna open it. It's gonna be sitting back there with the uh, the uh, the Arm and Hammer. Okay, but do you open it? Do you take it out the wrapper and you put it like I guess in another container so you can see it? You know what? Maybe 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 what you do, you eat the ice cream bar, but you save the wrapper. Put the wrapper in. But it's like, not gonna have its, it's not gonna have its value if it don't have the ice cream. Okay, like, okay, it. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't see the ice cream bar part. So did it look like the old WWF with the? I didn't see it. I know. No, I still was, haven't seen it. It looked like an ice cream sandwich because Taz was eating it, one on TV. But, so it looked like ice but cream what? Sandwich. But the old WWF ones, the, the character was in the breading. Oh, no, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it was all that. I think it was a regular ice cream sandwich. So he just bought them like some good humor shit. Yeah, like, he didn't have like no Prairie <laughs> Farms. Oh no 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 no! You're not spending thirty five hundred dollars. <laughs> It didn't say CM Punk return. No, it, it was just a wrapper. I don't know if it said it on the ice cream bar. It said it on the wrapper. The wrapper. Wait, so the, wait a minute. So the ice cream was just a regular one of them regular like, ass. like when Taz bid it on last like, week. It wasn't, he was it wasn't, it a, it wasn't like it in the shape it wasn't of branded. CM Punk. No. It didn't look like CM Punk. It looked like Taz was eating ice cream. It, so sandwich. he just bought wrappers. He bought wrappers. Yes. He bought wrappers. And put them on. So it don't even, it's, I didn't even got the shit like the Bump Pie Man got, nothing like that. No. Yeah, I yeah so. y'all know what the Bump Pie Man is. I got to see a picture of that. Because that's not 30. The rapper ain't thirty five hundred. No, I don't no. give two shits about no ice cream rapper. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. Hey, if you sign, if you hang it up on your wall, hey man. If I was he there. signed it, right? Yeah, something like I'm that. not paying something no thirty five hundred dollars for no damn ice cream rapper. I'm, a, I'm sorry, I'm, a, I'm gonna say something that's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how much of a wrestling hypocrite I am. Oh, oh, oh man, because Ric Flair is, is my white daddy. <laughs> But I have a signed Hulk Hogan belt. I, I had. You God pass, damn it! If you, you want to buy it, that after he said that. <laughs> and no, 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 I have, I have the, I have the Hulk Hogan belt that only Hogan wore in oh. his, during his WWF Championship run. It's the oh. only belt that he never, he never lost that belt. This is before Wing Eagle. Okay, I have that belt signed by Hogan. I have the picture of Hogan signing the belt. Yes. And yes, I'm not a Hogan fan, but God damn it, that's one of my but most cherished things in my collection. <laughs> but here's the thing. Because he is still Hulk Hogan, brother. Yeah. That don't make you a hypocrite. That makes you a businessman. And I wasn't mad. Right. And I wasn't mad that he got caught saying nigga about Brooke because I would have said the same Ooh. shit. Listen. Because yeah, you don't lie. 
Don't lie. You'd be like, this white boy ain't coming up here taking. You would have said the same shit. If you had a <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Some white boy so, trying to give her the pipe. Wait, you would have been going on some mother. You would have said the same. Like, like we gotta sometimes we gotta keep this shit keep this shit real. Well, hold on, hold on. So you would have said, yo, if if she do bring this white boy home, he gotta be six foot eight <laughs> and worth eight million dollars. That's I what he said. I mean, I have a son. Okay. And so Cole, if he bring Cole a white girl a, home, his mama gonna say wild shit. <laughs> That's real. So, and I mean, if, and, if, and this may be a sweet girl that Cole bring home. She may be a nice person, but Jamie gonna say some shit yeah. that we don't want on the phone. Because that's what you do in the privacy home. You say some. It don't make you a racist to sometimes say how you feel. Right. It's it's just that you know Bubba, the guy that set him up was Bubba the Love Sponge. He right. was out for a check. So I was never mad at Hogan. I was like, I mean, duh. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, but, but, but the part, and I say this all the time, the part that messed me up. It wasn't right. even him saying that about Brooke. It was the part he said, you know. I am a little bit racist. That's he did to a point. That's what he said. But <laughs> we are okay. So so like Rick Flair's my white daddy. You don't think at some point he he said Charlotte down said this Andrade guy. Oh, you know Rick Flair that oh, did that shit. No, we know. We Rick, know Rick, Rick was like you know at the table. This Andrade guy is it serious? Yeah, you know I've been down to Mexico a lot. <laughs> 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 he, wait, he from uh, Tijuana? Uh, so, you know, Tijuana, he, we just looking at Charlotte. So, like, what are you trying to say? There? I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. You know, I, I, Mex- I wrestled a lot in Mexico. Just, you sure? Y'all serious? <laughs> grandbabies? <laughs> serious? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Grandbaby serious? No, no, no. Let's not let's not miss words here, man. Rick Flair, yeah. we talked about this view episode. We talked about this view Rick episode. Rick Flair uh, told Teddy Long. Yeah. So there was there was the whole story about uh, Rick Flair calling Teddy Long a nigga. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what happened was there was some there was some hoes backstage mm-hmm. and, uh, and way back in the day. It's probably here. Right. It probably was here. But Teddy <laughs> Long was chase. a referee. Teddy Long was a referee at the show. Some hoes got in. They said, "Oh, the black referee let us in." Oh. Teddy Long said, "Rick Flair walked up to said, nigga, do you like working here?'" <laughs> And I, and you know what? Let let's call it what it is. Okay, now we now we off on a tangent. Okay, before you go, before you go there, Teddy Law said later on, Ric Flair walked up to him. He was like, "Hey man, you know I was wild." You damn bro. right. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. Okay, because here's you know the thing. I was because okay, and this is funny because this goes back to Booker T. So we're gonna go we're gonna go pre story, then we're gonna bring it all the way full circle. Ric Flair. Storyline with Junkyard Dog was one of the most racist storylines yeah, yeah, in yeah. history. Fast yeah. forward, Triple H and, and Booker, Booker T, T. Yeah. redid the whole no, storyline. The whole storyline. So yeah. I'm not. If you're gonna tell me if somebody said you say Rick Flair's your white daddy, you think Rick Flair ever said nigga? I was like, hell yeah. yeah. He probably said it the <laughs> fucking right. He right. probably said right. it this morning. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. Like I'm him. not. I'm not talking about Richard Flair or the guy. I'm talking about his character. Right. Oh, right. So that's why I'm saying yes. I can see him at a dinner table with Charlotte going, "This Andrade, is we talking grandkids?" I just. I, I just I did, I, do I need to brush up on my Espanol? I just Hell no! How serious are we going? <laughs> you know, I've had I've had a taste in my time, Charlotte, for some different things. I just want to know where we're going. <laughs> some arroz con pollo, <laughs> and, I, and I'm saying that you know we we, we wouldn't want to hear that conversation, right? right? Absolutely, it's the same thing. Or, or I guess because we're on a different tangent, it's the same thing with Hogan. 
we know wrestling has always had racist connotation, especially because African American wrestlers. That's why we talked about how Bianca got done, how yes. Kofi yes. got done, yes. even Bobby Lashley. Yes, he got he. I mean, Vince booked him like a pimp. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> He did. We went from <laughs> we went from Bobby Lashley. And so it was basically a black version of Four Horsemen. Yes. To right. now MVPs bringing out strippers and yeah. drinking champagne. That's like right. that's some that's a white man thinking what black people would do right. if right. they got some money. Right. Wait, well, that what you do when you get some money? <laughs> you go to the club and you turn up and you get You're the bottle it, and the girl. You make it rain. You make, you it, make rain. it rain. You make it. That is what you do. Damn it. <laughs> And I think Bobby walked in there with his white wife and said, look at my wife. <laughs> you know how much shit I'm getting when I go home? Right. <laughs> side, side note, on this, on this here program, shout out to Matt. We call Bobby Lashley the king of white women. <laughs> so I'm just saying. I ain't turning up at no damn club, Vince. Right. <laughs> I'm watching CSI with LL like you. <laughs> All right, man. We gotta we gotta move on before we get out of here, man. We gotta talk about SummerSlam. We gotta talk about SummerSlam now. WWE just put out the news that this SummerSlam was the biggest and most watched crazy SummerSlam. That's crazy of all time. That's crazy of mm-hmm. all the times. Now, initial thoughts on SummerSlam, man. With, with Boogie D, let's start with you. What did you think of SummerSlam overall? It's only two things to talk about. They screwed Bianca. <laughs> yeah. And the main event was what we thought it was going to be. You had two of the greatest in there and, and the Brock coming out. And, I mean, great. I mean, we, we all knew John was coming in to do the job. Right. Exactly. right? But right. they really did make you feel like John could win. Right. right. And, and that's the great thing about what Roman and John did because mm-hmm. you really didn't know. Because, once again, we are talking about Vince. And, right. You know, he, John's going over tonight for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason. Right, right. But – um, I thought the match was good. I thought, you know, Brock coming out, I think they had to do that. Right. Um, you know, it it was it was a good summer slam, I guess, yeah. but it wasn't a lot to to sink your teeth into. I hate right. the fact that we're gonna get another Goldberg Lashley match, which oh scares me because I yeah. think they would put Goldberg over Bobby for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Hope they don't do that. But I mean the big thing was how did they did Bianca? For sure. Yeah, that's true. Rated R, man. What you got on SummerSlam? Um, uh, it was. I thought, like you, like you said, uh, just those two matches. Well, no, the Edge and, and uh, uh, Seth Rollins match was dope. Too. That was a dope that match. was a dope ass match. match. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Cena. You know he was gonna take that L. For sure. Uh, they made him look believable. They made him look like John Cena. But it just, you know, it's it's Roman's time. Uh, uh some of the promos that uh Cena was saying about Roman, uh. During the whole uh, program, kind of didn't really make sense. But he's saying that, well, we're tired of this Roman Reigns experiment, and it's not working. Like, nah, bro, no, yeah, nah, bro, this one's working this time. No, we ain't, <laughs> we ain't tired of it. It's working. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, now I did think I thought they were gonna pull the trigger on. You know, here comes Brock. Brock comes out, beat the shit out of Roman Reigns, and here comes uh, Big E Langston cash in money in the bank. But then I remember Vince is not going to have two black world heavyweight champions Ooh. in this company, and I'm going to leave it there. Ooh. SummerSlam, I give it 1.5 R's out of 5. <laughs> hey, well, now you got the rating system. You got the rated R rating system, man. We got, we got, I'm going to have to make a graphic for that. Now. I'm making a graphic for the rated R rating system right now. So I, I actually posted on Twitter, and it got a lot of traction about SummerSlam, all that. Uh, a lot of people mad at me, a lot of people agreeing. I was basically like, yo, 
based on the two things that it was we, a knee jerk reaction that's I, I you know what I would not be surprised if Vince called Brock the night before and say hey bro <laughs> hold that thought hold that thought no no he called he called Becky because Brock was coming right. out it's the Becky one they they overshot oh okay yeah. okay okay hold the, hold them thoughts basically I said this hey man some dope matches you, you, we talked about the main event we talked about Seth and uh, Edge uh, WrestleMania was ass bro. <laughs> It was, ass. was ass. <laughs> I mean, y'all not WrestleMania. My bad. SummerSlam was ass, bro. It was ass, and because of the 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 good that they did was overshadowed by the bad. That's true. And I felt like I I sat there for three four hours and watched it. It was just like episode of Raw. A, it was episode of Raw. <laughs> I haven't watched Raw since twenty eighteen without commercials. And I'm like, yo, no, it had commercials. It had yeah, commercials. They had commercials. It had commercials. Oh, oh my god, they got commercials in the pay per view. And you yes. know what? And you know what? Here's the problem, uh, Peacock. You are gonna have to get some of that old WWE stuff that we can just go to where we want to go to. Yeah, man. They all that, don't all get that, me started on Peacock. All that trying Come to on, fast man. forward, man. Like, let me just go to the match I want to go to because yeah. I agree. I, I had to watch SummerSlam in, in the airport the next day because we was in New York. So it was just like, man, I'm, I'm fast-forwarding because yeah. you know, you're right. I didn't sit there for five. I don't, no. I, to be honest with you, I can't give Vince three hours on, on Monday no. night. I no. can't give him four hours on, 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 on a some Sunday. of these shows. Because no. a, lot of, a lot of that stuff is like, here's the problem. We got a lot of filler stuff right. for sure. yep. that we don't care about. They had a whole segment where they were advertising pure life water <laughs> that they had. The, the one good thing was that Xavier Woods came out wearing that shirt. Okay, okay. And he was dressed like Razor Ramon. Okay. But they had Miz and Morrison out there spraying, spraying the, little, the, the little pump jack-off water bottles, right? <laughs> and then uh, Xavier Woods came out with a super soaker, and that was the whole segment. And I'm like, yo. Product and, placement. Now, yeah, product placement. Even worse, somebody that I follow on Twitter, somebody I respect, was just like, man, I really want some pure life water right oh, now. Oh, God. I'm like, yo, this ain't for me. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Ain't, this ain't for me no that, more. But that's your, this is, I mean, the WWE's always been corporate and it's always sure. been, yeah, you know, true. things true. of that nature. Yeah. I just think you're going to get more of it. Right. And that's just kind of where it is. I mean, right. you know what, to sum it all up, for, for us to feel as wrestling fans, it's like we want AEW to succeed. Right. And we don't want them to get in their way. It's right. because it's like, don't give Vince this W. Right. Because right. he ain't trying. Right. He's not trying. No, he's not. Like, he he's ain't not. trying. He's not. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, don't let somebody win when they're not trying. Right. Like, they're doing more. He's doing more to drive us away. Exactly. Than to keep us. Yep. Yeah. And it's yep. like, I just can't run to AEW because there's a lot of shoddy booking on there. The matches sometimes don't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> <laughs> They don't. They don't. It'd no, be a lot don't. of it'd be a lot of super kicking and, super and, kick, yeah. and thirty-seven finishes, and, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's the poker doom, and then they down, they, for, they, three they down for three counts. Somebody yeah. get rolled up, yeah. right? Right? It's like right. you don't know, kick them in the groin, you throw them off the stage, ran them over them, with a golf cart, them over, say, <laughs> kicked out, kicked out, boom, poker doom. Oh, he's done. He's done. <laughs> and I and I mean, and I understand that's a company growing, but right, it's like right. you you I want to give them. The AEW, I want to give it to him, but it's like, yo, I just don't know. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the WWE. Right. But right. it's like, you want you don't want them to screw this up. Right. And I think for me, you know, it's it's all transactional. Anyway, as long as the as long as the product's good, I'm watching it. You know, I'm a I'm a Ring of Honor fan, mm. especially right now, because they got uh Shane Taylor promotions and Jonathan Grisham. And like they got some they got some brothers at the top of Ring of Honor card right now. Okay. I really rocks with them. Right. When Impact so I can't watch all of Impact. But when the black people on Impact, I watch that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not even just the Kenny Omega stuff. Like right. I watch 
the black folks of Impact. They doing that. So thing. you're a Kenny Omega fan? Yeah. Yes and no. No. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. I'm not. I'm not the internet Kenny Omega. Fan. There you go. I like what Kenny Omega does. I watched New Japan with Kenny Omega in it. I still got my New Japan World subscription, and Kenny Omega ain't been there for years. He's really good. He was really, really good in the ring. I think he has injuries now okay. that holds him back from being the guy that he was in New Japan. And, and this is, and you know, and this is why I said CM Punk, Daniel Bryan coming in. They have like Kenny doesn't feel like the world champ no more, and 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 that's where I'm going. Like I look you got like a point. That's like, a good point. And that's where I'm going with it. I'm sorry, no disrespect to, to Christian, um, but. That's not a that world title match is just like that's flat for me. It right. doesn't. It feels like if you knew you were going to be bringing in Punk around this time frame, Kenny to me somehow should have been in the mix mm-hmm. because it feels like everything everything just got smaller for some of these guys. Yep. Yeah, yep. And I'm sorry, but you're going into all out next next week. Possibly Daniel Bryan showing up, mm-hmm. yada da. But it's like we're we're more excited to watch a Punk. Darby Allen match, right, right. Then Kenny Omega, because it's like I, I don't care about Christian Cage. Well, no right. disrespect, so, I'm just not into it. Yeah. Right. So the problem is, Kenny Omega was supposed to be fighting uh, Hangman Page. Now Hangman Page was a dude that they've been building from day zero. Yeah, like their sting of AEW. Right, right. Exactly. He was supposed to be their sting. Hangman Page's wife is having a baby, so he takes some time off. Whatever. The problem with that is. They didn't really find a, a good replacement whoa, 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 for them. Whoa, whoa, So Hangman Page did a Becky Lynch. Yes. Yeah, but he not having a baby. But he not having, yeah, he not the, having baby. the baby. So yeah. this could have yeah. been his chance to get the strap, but right. he's like, he don't want the strap. It was going to be his time to get the strap. The whole, the whole, like, the thing that I liked about AEW is they had a bunch of storylines wrapped up together. Now, they had a bunch of disjointed stuff as well. I ain't going to even front. In a but circle the, and pinnacle. Exactly. I, I kind of rock with them because they were just having some, like, they were just beating each other's asses. I was right. rocking with that. Right. But the whole Dark Order, Elite, Hangman Page, all that wrapped together, that was a really good story. They have been telling that since New Japan. Okay. You know, all that. So it's falling flat right now because they basically lost their main storyline. But wouldn't it okay? But when you look at the roster, mm-hmm. um, I think they could have found a, somebody a little better than Christian because of I understand you know letting Christian win the Impact title and the Kenny can win it back. I, I I get that right. It's just that you knew Punk is coming right, and and now it's like it went to another level. But your world champion fell to another level because he was the belt collector. Right. right. And now it's like, we're not even talking about that. Exactly. We're talking that's about seeing, and that's where, that, and we're talking about seeing punk. We're not even talking about Kenny Omega. So yeah. somehow I would have said, we probably need to put Kenny least in the ring with punk. Right. Okay. Like maybe after the promo. And I'm not even saying that night. I think that yeah. night was done perfectly, right. but you had him out on Wednesday. Right. Right. So punk comes out Wednesday and here comes Kenny. Right. And Kenny's like, don't get it twisted. I'm the man, I'm here. The man here. Ice right. cream boy. Right. Ice I'm, cream the boy. All, yeah. I'm the one with the belts. You can have your little master skate boy, boy over there. Right. But this is my thing. Yeah. Right. That right. to me is where you gotta you gotta you gotta look at the connected docs to say, put Kenny in the ring with punk, right? right. And then Christian Cage will come out and say, wait a minute, it ain't even about punk. You got me. Right. Those are the right. things that I think that the WWE events and other people would have said. Let's make sure we don't lose some things because now, now what I'm saying is we're going to know, we're going to know to this pay per view, which is probably going to be their biggest pay per view buy rate. Mm-hmm. 
And if Kenny Omega don't close the show, right, that's another problem that's with problem. the locker room. Yeah. Now, yeah. I also think, yeah. I also think what happened is with the whole belt collector thing. I think they ran into the situation where Impact was like, "Yo, it's trying, it's time to collect." It's time to pay up, right? You know, we we put Kenny Omega on this. Now you got to give us somebody, right? To have because because they did the whole thing where they had the TNA Championship. Shout out to Moose for bringing the TNA Championship back, right? But they had the whole thing with the TNA and the Impact Championship. Christian Cage went on Impact to retire the TNA Championship because he's oh yeah he's been TNA champion yep. all this or whatever. I think that was Impact saying yo, all right, you got to give us something. Right. The same weekend that, that Kenny Omega lost to Christian Cage, he went and fought uh, Andrade and Triple A. At first, Triple A was like, yo, Andrade getting the belt. However, Andrade ain't signed to Triple A. Oh. So they made the decision at the last minute to be like, yo, keep it on Kenny because we don't want to get a belt to somebody that ain't going to sign. Oh, we know Kenny, right. we, we know y'all sent Kenny down here. Right. AEW, so this is, this is part of the problem of everybody working together. Right. Is that everybody else is being like, yo, it's time, it's time for your boy to do the job. No, it's not because they've done a bad job. And this is another reason why. Okay, now this is getting to why AEW has a lot of problems. It's because they never allow. Kenny came out only really in my memory one time with the belts. And he didn't even carry him. He had some underling carry him. Yeah. They're not showcasing him with these other titles. That's a good point. And, sure. and that's the problem. They, they have not showcased him with so the that, AAA So to me, every all. time Kenny Omega should come out, he should be dripped in gold. Right. And they should be referencing he's the Impact champion. He's the AE, the, the AAA champion. He's, right. They're not, do, AEW has not been putting the focus on these other belts. That's true. So right. if I'm AAA and Impact, it's like, so why are we doing this? Exactly. They haven't even mentioned the like, names. These belts got to yeah. come out with him. He right. needs to be showing these belts all the time. Right. Not just on Impact television and stuff right. like that. And that's where I'm saying this is part of the problem with AEW that we have, they have to start, they got to start looking at their product as, as this. There are things that the WWE does. That has been that that works. That's right. And, 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 and it's yep. not the WWE. They took shit from the AWA. They took shit from yeah, the NWA. Absolutely. They took shit from yeah, Dallas. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. There's just things in wrestling. So if he's the belt collector, have him come out with the belt. Right. There you go. Period. Him. Yep. Him with. Not, him not with the Cyrus. Belt. Him not with the, the belt, bucks. and then he hands them over to Don. Oh, these belts are so heavy because I have so many. Right. Right. But if you're gonna bring in CM Punk. You should have said, how do we put them in the ring with Kenny? They don't have to touch. They right. don't have to feud. Right. But we got to make our champion look just as big as a superstar yep. to see him punk, even yep. if it's about Darby Allin. And, right. and we right. got to do that yeah. early. It, it could have been this past week on Wednesday. Yeah. All Kenny had to come out. He's a heel. Yep. Right. Interrupt. Yo, yep. I'm the man. And then Moxie came out. No, I'm the I'm man. The man. Yep. And everybody yep. like, I'm the man. Then, right. Okay. And CM Pump's going, y'all all the man. Y'all all will get your shot. Y'all, but... Darby's out first. You know what? That would have been great because yeah. you would have showed everybody. Everybody's acknowledging, yeah, Punk, you here, yeah. but I'm not going nowhere down this roster right. because of you or whoever else be coming. Yes, yes, right. I don't – we here. It would have right. been dope if they went that route too. Because, yeah. Yeah. because then we would have been sitting there like, all right, now I get it. Right. Yeah. What we're talking about is, okay, where are we going with this? Right. Yeah. This, is, this is where, the you know – Regardless of what Vince is going to do business-wise or not, he's still got a brain trust over there, mm -hmm. and they're watching. Right. Yep. And they're saying, WCW, mistake again. Another right, right. Mistake again. <laughs> right. Another w because they're saying to themselves, we have literally handed you, outside of Punk, outside of Daniel Bryan, 
Then you decide I don't want to resign. But we handed you Malachi Black. Right. We've handed you possibly Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. We've handed you Bray Wyatt. They literally said, we gave you these people. Vince, Vince right. has almost legitimately said that. Right. So, so we're watching that you're filling up your, your locker room with our people that is dwarfing your, your people. people. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Vince yeah. is, and it's a chess move. If you think my, if you think morale in my company's bad, Disneyland is not going to be so happy in a year. That's true. <laughs> when all of a sudden, all this TV time is going to my, my, form, people. my yep. former people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah. a very good point. That's a damn good That's point. That's a very good point. <laughs> That's a very, very good point. Yep. So, with that being said. Uh-oh. I think it's about that time. It's about that time, y'all. I think it's about that time. <laughs> Rated R. So, so Boogie D, I was, okay. I was telling you a little bit earlier, man. We have some oh, awards. <laughs> Uh, that we still- give out on this here program. Rated R. Tell the so people Boogie about So, Boogie D, I had to explain to you about this award. So, we had an award called uh, the You Fucked Up, You Know Your Ass is Doomed Award. Okay. And so, originally how you got this award is really quite simple. If you were in the realm of professional wrestling and you did some dumb shit, we were the motherfuckers to tell you about yourself. All right. Yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. But then COVID happened. COVID happened. Fucked everything up. Fucked it all up. And it might be happening again, y'all. Fucked it all up. So... You know, we're, we're MMA fans, too, so we decided to watch, you know, we, we, we're huge John Jones fans, right? But, you know, John Jones been, you know. He, does, yeah, he like that white powder. He, he does. You said it, not that me. Co- that cocaine. <laughs> that yeah, cocaine. So, so, yeah. so. He went to he, I Turner School of Sniffing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean something? Never mind. <laughs> Eat the cake, anime. Eat the cake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, we, you know, one day John Jones gets in his vehicle in Albuquerque, New Mexico, during the middle of a global pandemic, and he commences to get a DWI. And it's a pandemic, John Jones. Why are you not at home? So we decided to change the the award from the You Fucked Up, You Know Your Ass is Doom Award to the John Jones' Freedom Memorial Award. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's go. Because John Jones wanted his freedom to die. He didn't didn't want it no more. He don't want it no more. Should, should we add the companionship awards yeah, to yeah, it as well? Yeah, so there's ahead, two other ahead. awards that we okay, have too. Right. So the secondary award, you 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 know Adrian Broner, you know the boxer Adrian Broner, right? Yes. Uh, so Adrian Broner one day decides to fight uh, Manny Pacquiao. Shout out Manny Pacquiao lost his last fight. I'm sorry, y'all. But uh, uh, Adrian Broner, and I'm a fan of Adrian Broner. I like Adrian Broner. But he told uh, Manny Pacquiao, and he said this, and I quote, y'all motherfuckers think I'm crazy. I'm about to lose to Manny Pacquiao. I'm about to beat his motherfucking ass on God Nim, And I don't know who Nim is. And what happened that night? Manny Pacquiao beat his ass. ass. So anytime you're in the realm of professional wrestling, you say you're going to do something, but it didn't happen the way you thought it was, we have the On God Nim Award. Okay. I I like that. I like that. I like that. So there's one more, and we're we're done. Okay. So if you do something that you commence to get all the awards on the show that we have to give you, we give you the Nate Robertson Award of Egregiousness. And it's egregious because he... (laughs) Wow. You really going to do that to the little Nate? (laughs) I'm a Knicks fan, dude. What are we doing right now, that's, son? That's true. Because I'm a New Yorker. That's I, what we I doing. know, I know. But I mean, he y'all got, even got, but y'all but even got a basketball team. No, we we're not talking about basketball. He got in there for Jake Paul and got but knocked he out. Do, but, they, but yeah, but all the means he had on the Nick uniform. Like, he ain't played for New York hey, in 10 years. Why yo, are you talking about it? Yo, don't, don't, right, go ahead, Don't feel bad. Jake Paul done already knocked out one Mizzou guy. Hopefully it's not it's not happening again. Come on, Tyrone yeah. Willie, man. Come, Come on, man. Come on, Come on I, dog. I like T. Look, Wood. Come look, on, man. Look, T. Wood. Let's go, T. Wood. I, I met go. you. 
you came up to the radio I met station. Him too. I met I, him. No, he no, he brought the belt when he had it. And that and man, I got UFC photos. Belt. That belt is heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. I want to jack him for it. And <laughs> <laughs> put it next to the Hulk Hogan belt. No, I was gonna sell this motherfucker. <laughs> this shit real. <laughs> this shit was like, yo, this some real shit. Come on, Tyrone. Yeah, man, you represent St. Louis. Yeah, you know what? Can, on, Tyron, can go, I just man. say one thing? Go ahead, uh, Ty. <laughs> we just want to say one thing: on. Nelly versus. We can't do this again for St. Louis. You can't you can't drop the ball for St. Louis again. I mean, Nelly, Nelly, Nelly behind the camera, he almost got up and walked out. <laughs> he was about to take the camera, I'm, the lights, and, everything and, with him. And I'm just saying, there's an alley waiting on you from Bro, the St. So, Louis chicks. So this this pot so <laughs> So this podcast is gonna go on after the fight. So hopefully, 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 fingers crossed. Tyron, come on, man. You're going to knock this dude out, come on, man. man. Come on, man. Come on, man. But who we got for the docket this week, man? So, on the docket this week, we already talked about this one a little bit. But we have to give. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this is the John Jones Award. Okay. No, 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 no. This might be, this might be Nate Robinson. <laughs> but we talked about carrying cross, right? Yes. I'm not giving him, we're not giving him no award. <laughs> we giving whoever designed his Geardy Award. Because they made him look like, I'm going to put it up on the screen. They made him look like Executioner off of wow. WCW, no. NWO versus wow. the world. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't believe you found that. He does. Oh, my God. They made, they made Karrion Cross look like the, the generic creative player wow. on WCW, NWO versus the world on Nintendo. That's, that's good shit, Karrion. That's good shit, Karrion. <laughs> You look, you look, you, trust me, you look intimidating. This <laughs> is such good shit. That's good, such good, good shit. Such good shit. That shit that Paul had you doing, you wasn't intimidating enough. <laughs> this uh, shrimp shit, <laughs> trust me. So, so here's my question. Was Vince playing Nintendo 64 or something? Had to shit? be. Had Somebody. To be. Had to be. Somebody was playing Nintendo Somebody 64. Somebody was playing Nintendo and, and brought it to him. He's like, Vince, look at this. He's like, bucket, bucket, get that shit. You're right away. Can! Can put the shit on? <laughs> wow! So, so so we so we got we got that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the. Hey John man, Vince need to just had his. He had his 76 birthday. Was it 72? Did he just turn 72 yesterday or 76? Nah, it, uh, 76. 76. He needs to sit his old ass down, man. He's not sitting his old ass down. Sit it down. Look, Vince. Vince, I know you still come on, like, man. Squat five six hundred pounds. Bench press two three hundred pounds. Hey man, come on, dog. Come on, dog. <laughs> I mean, the Botox got you looking real crazy. You can't talk no more. <laughs> Have you seen Vince Man's like his facial expressions don't change? They can't. They can't. <laughs> she has the same facial expressions for everything. Happy, sad, <laughs> That's different. This. Linda, like I don't sleep in that room no more. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> All right, so, I don't know that man. <laughs> all right, so last award that we're going to give out is going to be the John Jones's oh, wow. Freedom <laughs> Memorial Award. Okay. We're going to give it to. Who are we giving it to? Alistair Overeem. What the fuck he do? Who's Wait, that? The, okay, he's Al the, the UFC fighter. The, the UFC fighter. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not in the UFC. Okay, okay. 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 So, so he fought. He, 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 he was, uh, he I was guess, in Brock Lesnar's second to last fight before he fought Mark Hunt and got popped for steroids. Uh, Alistair Overeem beat Brock Lesnar's ass. Okay, he beat the shit. Yeah, but he, so he had diverticulitis and shit. Right, but right, yeah, right. So what did he do? Alistair Overeem gets the award for somebody. He was in an interview and they asked him about, "Hey, you see CM Punk and Brock Lesnar come oh, back shit. to wrestling?" 
for using homophobic slurs to describe how you felt about Brock Lesnar and CM Punk coming back to wrestling. Is this that when you about to put me on the screen again where I'm looking? <laughs> yeah. No, no, nah, we ain't editing this. We might. We might. <laughs> you might we have might. to. <laughs> but Alistair Overeem said, so they asked him, hey, what you think about it? He said, the thing with the whole wrestling thing, Mm-mm. I watched it when I was eight, nine, ten years old. Uh, Overeem says Overeem who faces uh, Verhoeven October 23rd under the glory glory yep Hulk Hogan ultimate warrior huge fan of those guys honky talk man great funny Andre the Giant I stopped watching after that so I'm not watching since 92 93 94 okay you know all good so he said and recently I started looking again on YouTube and oh my god uh oh this stuff is lame it's just lame what these guys are doing it's fake it's lame it's stupid it's gay. <laughs> it don't make no sense. Wow. 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 And Al- you're the one blocking somebody in full guard. <laughs> and that's gay. <laughs> wow. This man is an wow. MMA wrestler. He not no, he not no, he not no kickboxer. He's a wrestler. <laughs> Round and pound, my guy. If you ain't watched it, man, do your research on what full guard looks like on TV. You let me know what's gay and what's not. Round and pound, my guy. Okay. And that's how you talk about wrestling. <clears throat> Hold up. Wait a minute before y'all still come. I have to say this. I know I'm an MMA fan. I know full guard is what you use to try to protect yourself from getting your ass beat. I'm not This is addressed in this. And I know Alistair Overeem, you beat my ass. I know that too, but you can't say that. Okay, you can't <laughs> no, do he that. Can't say that. Yeah, he can't. He can't. You can't say, say that. that. That's I, basically I what I'm saying. I can't co-sign that. You know, I I'm gonna have some more Branson. I'm gonna yeah, be back. Yeah. Hey man, where can they find you at? Man? Hey, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, before we get out of here, so we we always try to make sure that we highlight a black pro wrestler before we get out of here. We call it the I'm Black Y'all segment. Yes, sir. Boogie D, since you are our guest today. And this, this, this might be a crazy question. It's probably okay. going to be like the, the, the question about your favorite match. But favorite black wrestler. Of all time. Of all time. Who you got? Well, I ain't have a chance to do no research. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And the, no, list, the I, list ain't that long. <laughs> it ain't a lot of them. Well, let, let, let's, let's list them out. Like, if you got no, a top I'm five, be honest, you got I a mean, you know, top three. You know, up? here's the thing. You, you know, Junkyard Dog would have to be up there. Yep, and I, and sure. I'm talking uh, NWA Dog, not WWF Dog. That's me, you know, yes. he, that's more of when he came to get the check. That's right. a good distinction. For um, sure. I, I would have to say Ron Simmons because he mm-hmm. was the first true champ in that run in, in WCW. But yes. I mean, if we're really going to call it like the greatest, it's The Rock. I yeah, mean, yep, yeah, and, yeah, and to yeah, me, yep, yep. and to me, you know, it's because The Rock is, The Rock, has been able to to earn respect and yes. transcend wrestling. Absolutely. Yeah. That normally a lot of black wrestlers wouldn't get because of who he is now. Right. right. And and to have that type of power, that type of stroke. Right. But I mean, but also if you do look at the rise of from Rocky Maivia to the rock to who he is now. Right. And how he was able to do it, you gotta say that's the best right now yeah. that I've ever seen. But if you really want to say, if you want to go back to back in the day when it was really hard for black wrestlers, male or female, absolutely, you got to say the junkyard dog. Yeah. Oh, because he was a superstar right. among superstars, even though he never got the strap. Right, right. So that's the that's my list. I, I am not. I'm sure I, we can uh, add Tony Atlas. We had other yeah. people, you know. But 
But if we Farouk's not getting not Farouk, but uh, Ahmed Johnson. Ain't been Sorry. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. We actually end this show with a drop from Ahmed Johnson every week, every every single week. Every That's single fucked week. up. But. Juice makes sugar. Juice makes sugar. Oh man, you whooped my ass, but you was a horrible fucking wrestler. Man, he was terrible. 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 <laughs> Got a push too. Show that we're trying to be. They were trying to make him the first black champ. Yeah. He's the first black intercontinental champion. He messed it no, up. That Vince was going to make him. Yeah. Because right? well, WCW yeah, yeah. had already yeah. had run. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 right. yeah. Right. yeah. You yeah. know, they're still bad because they did that at a house show in Baltimore. I still thought that was cheap that yeah. Vader dropped the belt to, to Ron Simmons at a, you know, at a t- TV taping. Right, so, right. But anyway, yeah. I, okay, right, I'm sorry. All right. No, you good, man. Boogie D, man. So you came on repping the uh, Branson Cognac. It is very it good. It is very we, good. We, we killed this. Yeah. We killed yeah. this bomb. We killed that can bomb. you tell? Yeah. As, you see, as you can see, shout out to Fifty Cent for that one. But Boogie D, man, uh, you know, got anything you want to plug on the way out of here? Kaiser Society. This is where we're filming at. Uh, this is my white spot. Um, so you know, definitely come book it. You can follow me at Boogie D seven one eight at Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my wife controls the Facebook, so I ain't on there. So <laughs> just send a message. There's no reason I don't hit you back. I have no idea. I don't like Facebook. Um, but you know that's that's where you can find me. And if you're in Kansas City, listen to 1073 KC's R&B and Hip Hop. All right, hey yo, yeah, yeah. I'm at. we yes, we actually have a bunch of KC listeners. I'm a yes, Mizzou guy, yep. so, so a bunch of my KC homies listen to this. Yep. So check out Boogie D on there. Rated R man, where can they find you at? Oh uh, y'all know y'all can find me on all social media platforms. Hey. All the number eight TD underscore R. That's all I got. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> freshly alpha redacted. It was freshly alpha redacted. Why did I go redacted the first time? Or the I don't second remember. Time? We, 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 was talking, we had to edit it out. We was talking Oh, crazy. yeah. That's why I went we redacted talking, because we I didn't want crazy. you motherfuckers to find me. That's, that's, that was the reason why. And I probably will regret. You might need to do some heavy editing again, sir. We'll see. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I am RVS, man. You can find me at FranchiseO6. It's F-R-A-N-C-H-I-C-E-0-6. All social media. Make sure that y'all hit up the We Coming For You cast on all social media platforms. So we got the Facebook group, the We Coming For You Wrestling Cast fans. We got TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at WCFYCast. We got the email. Yo, if you want to send us an email or just comment below. But if you want to send an email, we coming for you cast at gmail.com. And last but not least, this is a real website. Our website is prowrestlingblack.org. That's for real. All right, that's dope. <laughs> I would love to come back anytime y'all want. Oh, oh man, absolutely. we love you to have you back. You got to have you back. Yeah, got to have you back. Definitely, you're definitely a great voice on, on this episode today, man. So we got to have you back for sure. All good. Yes, sir. So, oh, we got the man. We got the man. We got the man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is my interview with the dude Shaka, whoever from last? Year? I, 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 I didn't want to come. I, I couldn't let this episode go without. without Yo, so I, I still, Shaka. I still need to find, I still need to find his social media. But uh, yeah. uh, Shaka, so I don't know if you saw this. I a couple, a couple weeks ago, they had pro wrestling at the ambassador. You see his face? No, Kelly. Yes. 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 They that ambassador. Pro wrestling at the ambassador. <laughs> at the ambassador. <laughs> so we played a pro grow, promo from a from a guy named Shaka, who who he was about he was about this big. No, no, he, he, me and him was being booked together. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Him, him, him and Daryl have an arm wrestling match on, on, on the with pro wrestling at the ambassador TV. Right, he, he was cutting a promo. His uh, smoke detector battery was going out, so it was Whoa. chirping in the background. So we need to get him on the show. Yeah, oh. but remember that pro the wrestling ambassador? At, he, the ambassador at the ambassador, bro. 
Like, so, okay, so what happened? So, Music Cho- Soul Child performed at the Ambassador not too long ago. At the wrestling event? No, no. no. <laughs> that would have been even worse. <laughs> <laughs> So many things just, Okay, all right. Okay, so the ambassador, okay, we on hard times. I get oh, it. Oh, hey, man. Hey, I get it. Oh, it's man. for everybody. I, I, I did a couple of parties at the ambassador. Couple of but you never would think a wrestling show no, would be that kinda, the, Yeah, that kind of threw me. Yeah, yeah. That kind of threw me. Yeah. You know, but how many people went? I don't know. I don't know. Is it like a champ? Did they have a belt? The Yes. So this is an organization. Yes, yeah. this is an organization. Yeah, it's an organization. It's called, uh, uh, and respect to the organization because they got to do uh, something uh, to get by. I actually wouldn't research this. They have a full setup, everything. I went okay. to the rabbit hole of all their other shows. They have a YouTube page and everything. Yes. Okay, so so there's an organization. It's an organization. Yeah. Okay. St. Louis. Yeah. They, they also wrestle down at uh, South Broadway Athletic Club. Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so, so they, all right. So they, so they on the come up. They on the come up. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. I'm with that. Okay. Their champion is a Big Moon Dog. I didn't see no photos, man. I mean, this shit may work. This shit may work. This shit may work. I'm just come on, y'all. We can't laugh because these motherfuckers might come up here. I mean, big moon, big moon dog might be legit. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, you know. Look, this look. I'm just gonna say this because it's, it's on YouTube. Every, everybody got to get somewhere. I, you gotta, I was, you, gotta you start know, somewhere. there was yeah. a there was a small somewhere. it was a, it was a wrestling company in North Carolina, NDW. I was a part of that. Okay, okay. I had a match against Johnny Fairplay. He was on Survivor. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, you okay. know, he was the hill manager. Okay, so uh, so yeah, this shit is out there. So you got yeah, sure. you got to yeah. start. You got to start somewhere. You got to start yeah. small. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, was, it was just the, we. You know, I haven't seen a picture of Moon Dog. Right. Made, you know, but we just. I mean, the ambassador is just not a place you would think pro wrestling would be now, I mean yeah. I mean Jeezy was the, the ambassador so yeah like, that's what I'm saying yeah. you know, supposed to you know be there, Elder Barge was right. at yeah. the ambassador right. so it's like you know we got Elder Barge Jeezy and we got pro wrestling Saturday night right so, exactly. <laughs> right right exactly but that's taking it back though maybe that that's the essence though wrestling no, at the, I, wrestling yeah, at the ambassador I salute that it I might be that. it might be yo so for Boogie D for Rated R I'm RVS man we are the We Come For You cast we'll catch y'all next time we out this piece peace you want it? You got it. You want me to get crazy? I get crazy. Sitting here apologizing. For what? You're going to have to fight three guys? Three guys trying to kill me? I'm a gang member, baby. Remember that.